is going on everyone and happy Father's Day. It is episode 171 recorded on Sunday, June 18th, 2023. And I'm Drew. And hey John, it's Father's Day. Happy and that's Father's school. Day. Yes, indeed. All of the students are supposed to make cards by drawing a picture of their father at work. The teachers asked, Logan, what does your father do? My dad's a cop. I'm going to draw him catching a bad guy. Then the teacher asked Mikey, what does your father do? Mikey says, my dad's a writer. I'm going to draw him with his new book. Teacher gets to Jake. And what does your father do, Jake? Jake says, my dad's dead. Oh my, the teacher says. What did your father do before he died? He turned blue and shit on the floor. <laughs> loves nature and thinks John's a cheater. That's right, it's time for another episode of the Dads After Dark show. Take it away, boys. What is up, everybody? On tonight's episode, we taught some golf because currently I'm watching the US Open. Is viewing sexual content with others okay? And Monthly Mayhem is wrapped and winners are announced with our live judging on tonight's episode. John, happy Father's Day. What did you do today on this beautiful happy day? Happy Father's Day. I feel like we have the same topics as the Nintendo dads this week. I hope it doesn't feel too uh, replicated mm, there. Hopefully not. I had a good Father's Day. Yeah. Um, I relaxed and ate. It was great. Woke up. Uh, Michelle and Cedric made French toast. Ooh. So that was good. I didn't have to make it. I got a third slice of French toast. Good for you. It's okay uh, I'm not going to judge you today, John. I know, the- no. I, 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 when I was a kid, I used to have four slices of French toast. Three is nothing. Trust me. Um, finished up a run of Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon that I had stopped last night. Okay. And won it. Beautiful. Ooh. So that was my third victory. I'll talk more about that later. Nice. What else? We had, um, we played games. Uh, all of us, the whole family, we played Among Us. We did the uh, hide and seek stuff, which is not new, but new on Switch, I guess. I don't know. We just learned about it. Hide and seek was pretty fun. And then we had a barbecue for dinner. Ooh, okay. We just did Dickies. We don't have a go to barbecue place around here. Dickies is a you don't have Dickies. No, it's a chain, but it's pretty good. And if you go, you can get like an ice cream cone. But we didn't. We just picked it up. Mm. But uh, yeah, we don't have a go to place. I really need a go to barbecue place. Um, And then we played a game I will talk about later, but we had a load of fun and it was one of those tear the family apart. Love it. Game. Love it. Fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that one later. But yeah, no, I just have a lot of gaming and I watched the Mets lose because we stink now. You know, I saw some stat the other day and I thought of you that the Mets are like just like sucker lately or they suck this year. I don't I don't know. We suck. No, we weren't terrible in the beginning of the year, but last month or so we just have no pitching, like Mm. no pitching. And we have 86 million a year invested in two guys. It's not a good situation. Amy and I have been actually been watching a lot of the Red Sox lately. Just one of those things. Kicking the shit out of Yankees. I know. It's just it's 
baseball, at least for us, it's a great thing to just put on in bed and point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love baseball. I can't get Michelle to watch it with me at all. I will but, say I'm I'm kind of into the new rules this year. It kind of makes it a little bit more faster paced and just seems like it's more happening. Mm-hmm. So it cuts it cuts the the time between pitches and so many players have to take their batting gloves off oh yeah adjust them and put them back and it's just crazy and ironically it's what might be killing the two met pitchers because they're both much older and i think it's too fast for them i don't know but i do like the rules i mean there's games that take two hours and i don't know how i would feel if i went to a game and it was two hours instead of three hours but if you go to a baseball game, most people are not super paying attention. No, no. So I feel like maybe they should change the price of the tickets a little bit or something because the games are going much quicker. That but I do happen. like the new rules for, for TV mm. watching. True. It's good. How's your Father's Day? Good. Pretty relaxing. Um, kids got me some some plushies. I did the Wind Waker um, Link and Zelda plushie. Um. They made me tons of cool little uh, notes and, you know, how the kids are in the younger schools. They make you all these little Father Day things. But relaxed, I, I, I played some Zelda. I'll talk about that a little bit later. I um, played another new game. I'll talk about that later. And I I had my dad over. We um, I made a nice big, like, uh, state tip stir fry, you know, with the veggies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Hambo, when you listen, the same meal I made for you, so you should feel special. It was so good, I decided to make it again this weekend. Um, yeah, pretty relaxing day. Sounds Not much good. I didn't really leave. I was a little surprised. There are there are weekend days where you'll write me and be like, John, been outside for eight hours straight. Mm. I've had 12 beers, and I didn't get that today. You seemed pretty chill. Yeah, I only had two beers or three beers today. And I, I did I did sat on my desk by dad? myself right, for like... 20 minutes and just took a little nap in the sun but no I, I didn't go swimming i did do actually i did clean the pool today a little bit relaxing but yeah no i didn't lie outside today like i usually do yeah but um i did treat myself to some new plushies yesterday i don't know if you saw I, this one these ones are cool i got the nice i got the 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 wedding mario he's wedding big, mario. Too. big um and i have the peach one so now i have both of them um from from odyssey and then I got one of the Kooplins. God, I forget his name. Um, so now I have all except one Kooplin. I'm missing Wendy. And that's it. Oh, I thought you were going to show me the Koopling. Oh, he's way over there. I'd have to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was waiting um, for him. Last thing I mentioned is, because I know you like this, is I went and saw Amy Pola. Polar? Pola. Amy Pola. Well, she's from Boston. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tina Fey. And uh, we saw him in Boston. It was really Royalty. right next to it's actually like in Fenway's outfield underneath the st- the stadium. It's kind of a cool new place. Really? Um, yeah, it's a really cool place. It's 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 new. It's only like a year or two old. I've never been there. Um, really nice. Yeah, it's almost like it's at like the corner of Fenway's outfield. It's weird. But you don't go into Fenway, it's all external. Right. It's all separate, but it's right there. That's interesting. And I thought it was a really cool show. I didn't really know if it was just gonna be like straight stand up, you know. I didn't know how good they'd be at. I mean, obviously, they're some of the best comedians for for women in our age. But they did a really good job with, like, pacing it. And they did skits. They actually brought back some, like, SNL skits. They did almost, like, some singing. They did questions. Like, it was just a little, like, grab bag of different things, which I thought was really cool, really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just different than just someone standing on stage and doing, like, an hour skit. 
Um, I think it was a lot better this way. So yeah, you we had an right, absolute blast. How, was it a big crowd or what? Look, what kind of? Yeah, a few thousand, definitely. Yeah, okay. it was sold out. Um, I don't know how many that 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 place held, but it was a uh, it was a cool place. Um, yeah, we went to actually we went out to dinner before that with the Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Did a nice beef Wellington, dude, dude. Oh. I was browsing TikTok this morning and came across a TikTok, and they were showing the beef Wellington. Mm. from gordon ramsay's restaurant they were showing how they make it and whatever yep. i was like all i could think of was you it was like no way yes. the beef was 75 dollars i think it was 70 bucks mine was yeah Ooh. yeah it was like a 200 dollar bill you know glass of wine some cocktails some appetizers i think we got an appetizer it was a crab cake it was just one crab cake it was like 28 bucks one what, one yeah. crab cake one, yeah was it, it was big what was it it was pretty big it was all meat too it was pretty it was good. oh wow Yep. Um, yeah, we had a time. We had a great time. The whole, you know, we got up in Boston and just kind of went around the city and did some stuff. We were actually right near, it was kind of cool but stupid, the, like, Boston Library, public library. It was, like, mm. kind of right across the street from our hotel. It's, like, one of those things. We were just walking around the city because it was nice out. Like, let's just walk through it. Like, how often would you ever But it was, like, super cool because it was, like, super old. Um, I mean, we didn't, like, walk through it for 15 minutes and that was it. But it was... Um, it was a lot of fun stuff. We don't we don't get out much, John. You know, so it was nice. Right? Yeah. When it's just like just you yeah. and Amy, you know, it's nice. Yeah. Beef Wellington. Woo. Beef Wellington. That's Woo. it. What Very else nice. for you? Anything else been going on? Uh no. The kids are growing up. It's crazy. Um, Cedric starts his first job on Tuesday. He is doing uh, like he basically does trail cleanup. Um, oh, that's right. You is... told me that. Yeah, he puts up dead animals in their shit and gets them out yeah. of the trail. So that starts Tuesday. It's three days a week. And it's like really strict because they are it's a program that brings in like high school kids. Yep. And so they're really strict about like, you know, don't mess with your phone and this and that. And he could only miss two days, which is weird. Wow. Like you could lose your job if you if you miss two days. So we can't really plan any trips or anything that's why we're gonna we're gonna take our road trip in august yeah we're doing almost the biggest summer stuff in august Hmm. and yeah but i'm excited for him he's excited he doesn't seem nervous yet when does he start that is tuesday oh he's got like they have they he went to an orientation last week on it and they got sorted into teams and there's this one kid that he remembers from his school that left his school and he saw him and he was like, hey, whatever. And then they got sorted onto the same team. So that's really cool. That's nice. All so right. he's doing that. He's continuing to grow up. He gets he's getting beef jerky at the store and protein bars. And he oh. watches what he eats. He's 16. He's watching wow. what he's eating. He's working out. We were doing prep for the show. And I, he was on the trampoline doing his trampoline exercises. He is. Um, oh boy. And man, he used to be a little skinny kid. And Beefing now up. he's almost as tall as me and like if you pat him on the shoulder man like he's he's getting bulky now this is his first job this is his first job yep and it's it's a great it's a great summer job he loves the outdoors and everything so it's like he's not being thrown into retail or something for his first yeah yeah yeah, no i hear that but man like as as my kids get older and they start doing things sebastian's hanging out with his friends again tomorrow and they've done several things on their own which has me super nervous Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned on the last episode that they went to, I'm not sure if I did, but they, they went to a rec center, him and four of his friends. I mean, he's 14 
And I was, when I dropped him off, I went there, I was waiting for everybody. And I, I realized there was no adults with them. I thought one of the kids dad. Was oh, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, they're just going by themselves. And I was like, all right. I was like, please don't make this a dumb mistake. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. And like Melody's got her thing going. It's just like they're all just growing up. Melody gave me like seven things to order on Amazon yarn because she's crocheting. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, at least yarn's trying to cheap, I'm assuming. It is. And like she's just in her room. She doesn't want to like if we if we go anywhere, she gets she's like, ugh. Like they went to go see the uh, Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Two, Amazing oh, Spider-Man. I, I saw that yesterday myself. And did you? You didn't go? I haven't gone. They went, and Melody did not want to go because she just didn't want to go. She wanted to do. She's she's making blobfish, crochet blobfish. Okay. She sure. just wants to stay in her room and do that. She doesn't want to go. She doesn't want to be around people. It's great. She's she's hilarious. <laughs> it's great. I mean, that's how I was as a kid. Like she's she's like so funny and goofy and whatever but it's she's just like i don't want to deal with people like i just want to make my art leave me alone that's fair so but it is crazy watching kids every day it's like something else that they want to do differently that you're used to and it's crazy like yeah i mean it's always nine now and it's just every time i look at it i'm like oh my god she's it feels like she's a teenager already and i i I can see it. it happens fast it's yeah it's close it's getting to that age like i could that nine ten age like you you probably see it with with melody already it's it's like they're no longer really a kid do you know what i'm saying like they're starting to like find their way almost i mean they still they still rely on you right like i'm sure your older kids now don't need you for stuff nine ten year olds they still need you but you're starting to see that they also want their independence and like they're yeah they're starting to turn into like who they're gonna be it's it's crazy yeah, I know. And and just doing stuff on their own is is really hard. But the thing with like girls is they can tend to seem older earlier. Mm. And it just depends on the situation. Like with with Melody, she, you know, she doesn't do her hair anymore. She she does the hair the way she wants it, which is just down yep. and, and and all that stuff. But like she hasn't gone like a makeup route or anything yet. But this is an age where mm. young girls could start wearing makeup or could start you know what i mean like just all those things and she doesn't because she she's pretty she likes to be alone yep but you know who knows next year the year after that she's going to the mall or what i have no idea it's scary times it's scary i'll let's see where zoe ends up in a few years if you haven't already heard it's smooth set summer when you're playing in the summer sun make sure you've shaped your pubes to bum (laughs) <laughs> that's right this is the summer to keep your balls cool while you're still looking hot with manscaped the leaders in below the waist grooming are making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving your pant partners everything they need to stay fresh dive headfirst into the smooth sat summer by going to Lance man manscaped.com for 20 percent off and free shipping with our code nindads n-i-n-d-a-d-s for free shipping and 20 percent off john do women have a smooth sack summer? I mean, minus the a sack. smooth. Like, do you think like vagina? there's like a podcast? Yeah, it's like a smooth snatch summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> do they do that? I don't know. I, this gotta be a female read. <laughs> Waxy Wednesday. Do you? Oh, I don't want to say that. That sounds negative. Never mind. <laughs> you didn't say anything. <laughs> I know. I did. You were going I thought to. It. I thought it. And yeah, then I, late, I thought about man. how. I got to hear it. Well, I, I, now it's negative to our beautiful sponsor. And I don't want to. I don't want to say that. Oh, OK. Yeah. 
I will say I still love the the beard trimmer. Um, still yeah, amazing. I, I'll tell you what. I used it once or twice when I have a beard, and I had a beard, and it was great. Um, but the lawnmower gets its weekly use out of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for tools. It's easy. It's just like a video game, right? If you mm. play an hour of a video game and you were asked to talk about it, you might be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is the greatest game. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's my game of the year. Give it 5, 10, 20 hours. Then people are like, yeah, it was good at first. But, you know, it got whatever. When I when I first used the beard trimmer, I was like, wow, this is great. But who knows? Yep. Like after a while, I really, maybe it's not cutting yeah, as well yeah. or whatever. No, it's it's, it's what great. a fantastic tool. It, oh. And it hasn't aged. It's still great. It, you know what I mean? It, it didn't yeah. break down. I, I I just charged it again yesterday. I think I've only charged it a couple times now. Yeah, the charge is good. I'll yeah. tell you this. I, I when I went to Boston the other day, um, I had like a I just brought like a small like gym bag, duffel bag type size. And in one of the side pockets, it must have been there from whenever, was the Manscaped chapstick. Oh. And it was great because I, I needed it and I used it. And it was beyond my expectations. Blew away my expectations. It was actually really good. <laughs> and now I took it out and I use it. My point is, is next time you order, it's free shipping, right? Throw throw a chapstick in there. Throw a chapstick. The, I think the moral was put chapstick in random places. You never know when and you then might then you'll need find it. them. Did you yeah. find the chapstick and then go, oh, this is going to work out because it's cold now? Or did you, were you like cold and your lips are chappy and you just it's started putting your hand sometimes. in pockets? sometimes. I feel like I've been outside so much all the time that sometimes you like sunburn and I feel mm-hmm. like the chapstick helps your sunburn on your lips. Well, not even sunburn. It's just from the heat, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like a lubricant. Sure. For your lips. Yeah. Well, you need to... oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Let's get to the meat. Today is the monthly mayhem wrap up. We're going to do our final judging, Drew and I. It's going to be Ooh. fantastic. That is going to be later on the show. We'll announce our winners, all four categories, including the lotto. We're going to have a new Monthly Mayhem next episode, so two weeks from today. Yep. I think it's going to be really exciting and fun. We've talked about it, so uh, keep an eye out for that one. And before we get into the meat, a reminder, you can check our Substack at dadsafterdarkshow.substack.com. We've got new review videos. We've got articles. We've got our socials. We've got our merch store. It's everything God all in one place. Damn it, Rory. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse my partner. Damn it, Rory. Um, And that's it. Let's jump into the meat again. We have an errata. Errata. Sounds dirty. I talked to Michelle about this. I was like, he hadn't heard of the word errata, but I was like, I don't think I've heard the word errata. Did I mispronounce it? And so I had to go to a dictionary and I am pronouncing it correct. Errata. Sounds dirty. I have been told that I am mispronouncing the word Hylian you are. by pronouncing it Helian. Correct. I don't know what it is. I like I like to say Helian. I understand it's Hyrule or Hyrule, however you want to say it. For some reason, when I see Hylian, I want to say Helian. You say Hylian? I have always said Hylian. I don't think I'm not, I'm not going to insist I'm right. I'm just saying is that's how I pronounce it. You're not right. I know. That's... <laughs> and I probably spend many of my years reading the word Hylian and saying Helian in my head until games spoke. And then like you don't really hear the word Hylian in the video games, probably until recently, maybe the last couple. 
So I will try to say Hylian. I will try to fix it. Hylian. Irada, Irada, Drew. I made a point on the Nintendo Dad's Discord channel, the Nindad's podcast, that they had pronounced the names of three celebrities wrong on their last episode. Did you hear them refer to these celebrities that I have listed right here? I did. I I am humble, and I have to admit that I was wrong. I apologize, Tim. Zachary Levi is the proper pronunciation of that dude's name. I have been saying Zach Levy. Where did I get that from? Uh, the same place you did Hillian. <laughs> I swear I have heard Zach Levy, but it's Zachary Levi. Whatever. I don't know. Um, but uh, but Jesse did mispronounce Amy Poller. <laughs> and I think he said Jason Segel. It's um, wait. Now I, I can't. Pro- now I can't remember the pronunciation. Jason. Jason. Oh, my God. Jason Siegel. 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 It's Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. Anywho, you learn something every day. Zachary Levi. I'm in shock. I'm in shock. I'm not going to I'm not going to correct any more pronunciations. I'm I'm two for two for four. So we're not going to do it. All right. What do we got this week? Hyper Max sale on the eShop up to 50% off. There's a lot of first party Nintendo titles. Did you take Hyper advantage of Max. any of these? Who, yeah, do you, Hyper who, Max. Do you, who do you think came up with that name? I don't know. Like, I don't that know. That sounds it weird. Like, that's not a Nintendo sale name. Maybe one person said, let's call it a Hyper Sale. Someone said the Max Sale, and they just they just put both words in and called it Hyper Max. I don't know. There, there are some good discounts, especially in first party games and some other games as well. I think Hollow Knight was on the list. Um, I didn't pick I don't anything. I describe up it as Hypermax, though. I did not pick up any of these sale the games. I did pick up a game I'll talk about later, but not anything that was on sale. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, um, I did buy a Leckhead this week. Um, I'm going to play that at some point. Been waiting for a sale. It was like 20% or something. Um, just buy it. All right, another announcement from Nintendo. The Summer of Play is coming to sites all over the country. I think 10 places. Um, I think it already happened in Minnesota. And this was a kind of a surprise. This is like their mall tour. Mm. And um, I think they did this a few years ago. I think they had something different a couple years ago. But yeah, the Summer of Play, and they're going to have, you know, all their big games on display. Tears of the Kingdom, Animal Crossing, Pokemon, Scarlet Violet. It's a big setup. Ibisel posted some pictures in Drunk Drawer. Maybe a few too many pictures in case you're planning on going. I think he had pictures of the dust on the floor floor of the Mall of America. Um, oh, for he, so he, oh, I missed the miss that he went to this. He he happened to be in Minnesota when this got announced and the Mall of America was happening right away. And so we went there and he took pictures of them actually setting up. I didn't see. I saw some pictures of him from the Lego store and stuff like that, but I didn't see anything. Yeah. Must have missed that. Yeah, I I was kind of like glancing through and I saw like one picture, which is, I think, something that Michelle's going to want to get a picture with. And then I was like, oh, my God, I can't look at all of these. It's like the whole thing. It was like everything. So very, very complete. But if it's not coming near you, head to the junk drawer and look at Eva Sell's complete, <laughs> complete historical record of uh, Summer of Play. So very interesting. Coming to Denver. Coming to Denver in August. 
Mm, we'll see about that there. one. We'll see. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of new games. I want to talk about my last episode was Summer Game Fest, Drew. I listened to it, John. Yeah. Are you excited? I listened to the whole thing, the whole shebang. Was there any news that you didn't know that you were like, wow, I'm excited? Um, No. No. I mean, I'll be honest. You didn't even seem excited. And I don't know what your beef with Stryfall, whatever the fuck the name of that game is, but you, you, you weren't happy about it. What's the team called? Oh, Starfield. Starfield. Starfall. Like oh no! Bond I, movie. No. Oh, no, yeah, you yeah, would yeah. not happy about it. No, I wouldn't say that. I know it's it's not it's not my kind of game at all. I'm not going to play it. But I'm I'm really there has been a lot of talk online. It's very split about Starfield, how it's going to do. I'm just curious to see what impact it has with you know console sales. That sort of thing. And I'm I am, you know that I am fascinated with game subscription services because I feel like what we see now with subscription services is not what they'll be in a year or two. I think they're still new and evolving and they're figuring it out. And you know, you saw with a game like Redfall, which had bad reviews, it's like, how many sales did they have? Or did a lot of people just play it because they had Game Pass and then just, you know, not play it? If you buy a bad game. Think about a bad game that you bought. Name a bad game that you bought, Drew. Give me one. I don't buy. I don't, pl- I don't play bad games. Fire Emblem Engage, right? <laughs> and it's a game you play and then you don't play. It, yeah. It kind of eats me inside when that happens. I can't stand buying a game. That's why I will hate oh, play sure. a game like Monster Hunter World. I still want to get back to it, even though I didn't enjoy it. But with a gaming service, you can try the game. And if you don't like it, you just put it away. Sure. In the old days, Drew, when Pac-Man came out on Atari, people bought Pac-Man, decided they didn't like it. And guess what? Atari still has your money. So it's mm. very interesting to see when a game gets bad reviews, do people just be like, yeah, so, I'm going to just try it anyway. But it's interesting, it. right? You think about the original subscription games like World of Warcraft, right? where you had to pay 10 or $15 a month to play that game. Right. You still had to buy the game for like 60 or $50. I think, right? Yeah. You did. Yep. And the expansion passes you had to buy. So it's interesting concept where like they're giving you, imagine if World of Warcraft was free. I mean, it might, it, be, free it, might be, it might be, it might be, it might be now. now. I, I don't yeah. know, but well, is it free to play too? I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. No, right? I but think you still have to pay for it. The monthly... But I, I remember back in the day, you probably do, Guild Wars. When oh, Guild yeah. Wars came out, that, that game was free. Was free. No, no, just, no, that yes. game you bought it, but you didn't have to pay a month. There was subscription no subscription fee, correct. Yeah. I feel like World of Warcraft should have just went free and monthly subscription, but it, it was new back then. That was a new thing. I feel like that's the better concept, to be honest. But that's yeah. a different game type, right? Because you're locked. And again, I don't know, but... Yeah, it's 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 um the whole subscription concept is interesting. I mean, if they're constantly doing updates and like I don't want to say seasons, I hate that fucking word too. But like <laughs> I do too. Like new quests and new like events. Like Guild Wars used to have, I remember like all the holiday events and random hot like season events. Be- and then I meant seasons like spring, fall, summer events. That's okay. Like you're constantly like, oh, this weekend, let me log on to play because it's going to be this certain event with new quests and new items you can get. Right. Um, but is that doesn't seem like the case is going to be. I mean, 
when you when you have um at spot subscription it's it's different right so that's not really the point it's not that type of subscription yeah not- no but like when a big game comes out redfall was one of the big games that xbox was pushing it was like their big first party title it was like tears of the kingdom and whatever mm. but when it comes out if you if you want to play it even if there's some bad reviews but you still buy it then they still get your money and then mm-hmm. you might say i don't like it but you've already bought it but here, if you have Game Pass and they put out a game, doesn't have great reviews and people say, well, I'll just try it. I try it. They don't like it. They stop playing it, whatever. But then, you know, so you have to rely on other people buying that game. And I'm just curious, like when games go bad, like. How many sales do they get? <laughs> how many sales do they get? No, I don't I think don't. Starfield have the same problem. Starfield has a better. It's a better pedigree because Redfall did have a good pedigree. But Starfield looks like it's going to be a, a bigger game, the kind of game that people who love to get into those big games like to play. But but think about this point of view. And I know you said, you know, I think in your in your episode, like, who's going to go buy an at spot just for this game? And like, what's the value there? But think about it from the other point of view. Um, if I really, really wanted to, I could go buy an at spots. I could pay my what is it? Ten, fifteen dollars a month, whatever, or buy a whole year's worth of hundred dollars well, it's, it's it month is. to month yeah and i have i don't have to buy one software maybe for my lifetime for two years this game is going to be updated and supported and there's going to be so much i could do i could i could literally just never buy a software and have this entire console why are you saying buy a software no keep going well, buy software i, I buy games <laughs> right <laughs> but you know what i'm saying right it's like I, it's but, not but, a terrible pitch no, it's no, it's I, I think it could get people onto Game Pass, which I think is a goal of theirs. I might when I so what I was saying was and, and when I say who's going to buy an Xbox, I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. I'm literally wondering yeah, who is going to buy an Xbox. I want to know what those numbers are going to be. The thing about Starfield is it's such a big and very technical. And the way they kind of showed it was. This is like a game about like space simulation and shooting and this and designing ships and like this thousand hour experience, right? That you're going to have that market. How do those people not already have an Xbox with Game Pass, right? That's not like a market. Think about when Nintendo puts out Tears of the Kingdom, when Nintendo puts out a new Mario game, right? You're attracting... Other people, maybe parents with younger kids or whatever, and they're like, oh, look at that Mario game. And the way that I played Mario as a kid, and then they buy a Switch and they get the Mario game. Tears of the Kingdom, we heard from Coos. There's people who are playing Tears of the Kingdom who didn't even play Breath of the Wild because Tears of the Kingdom had a much bigger advertising budget than Breath of the Wild did mm-hmm. because of where the Switch is now versus sure. the, where the Wii U was when Breath of the Wild came out. So people are seeing this game from their past and it's connecting with them and they're buying Switches to play it a game like starfield is so big and massive how do those people not have game pass already i feel like the game pass crowd is the one that wants starfield and nobody else who's the fringe um gamer who doesn't play that often or doesn't play games at all who's gonna be like oh i want to get into that maybe there are i think that's just the big question or is it just too big and intimidating to draw in new audience that's that's what i'm wondering but but the first person right the average joe that's like oh maybe i'll play like do they have enough knowledge to know that's going to even be on game pass i mean sure i could look it up but like without listening to a podcast or two which again is not the average person 
I wouldn't have known that. I would have just said, oh, there's this new huge game coming out. I'm assuming it's going to be $60 or $70, and I'm going to have to buy that with And that's it. Mm-hmm. But now you're telling, I mean, and don't get me wrong, that that is an option, right? It's not like you have to have the. You can uh, buy it. Yeah, you, you don't can have buy to it. have Game Pass to play it. It's not like it is right. a, a subscription requirement. It's just pick your option, right? Yeah. So from that point of view, though, is buying the game actually cheaper if you're going to play it for a year? Maybe. If, if Maybe. that's all you're going to play. Maybe, but it might still be smarter to just, if you don't have Game Pass, get Game Pass for a month and play Starfield and then see if either you finish it in the month mm. or if you want to play it more or something, then keep on Game Pass. I mean, you can decide, but it's it's a, it's a small investment up front. I just don't see how the person who's going to play that doesn't already have Game Pass already. You know, it's a serious game. This is not like a casual look at this funny, goofy game. I, I that's yeah. that's all that's what I'm, what I'm wondering that. So I'm going to it's going to be very interested when that game comes out to see how numbers change and what that does for, mm-hmm. you know, subscriptions and sales and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels well, like a very high level, serious game. Agreed. I mean, I'm not even sure we went down that rabbit hole. Good conversation. <laughs> I derailed you. All right. Back to where you where you were. All right. So let's 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 digest Summer Game Fest from a Nintendo point of view. Um, The games that we saw. Uh, the big games that we saw on the keynote, on Xbox's presentation, and then some of the other presentations. The big games that we saw for Nintendo Switch are um, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which is going to come out January 18th, 2024. Mm-hmm. Sonic Superstars, which is that new looking 2D Sonic game. That's fall 23. Just Dance 2024. That comes out October 2024. And then Fay Farm, which is a game I think we saw back on that Nintendo Direct that had a whole bunch of farming simulator games. Um, that's coming out September 8th. Those seem to be the big Nintendo Switch titles that we know of so far. Um, but that's that's really it. There's some other games, some other little indie games that are coming out for the Switch as well. This is not a comprehensive list. Mm-hmm. Um, but those seem to be the big features. Any of those jump out of you? Are you... Uh... I don't know, Sonic I, I, Didn't Evan play I, Sonic? I, um, I was. I actually. I didn't. I remember hearing about this. I never watched the trailer. I just pulled it up. I was. Watch, I was watching it right now. Yeah, I could. I could see myself picking up the Sonic Superstars. I mean, I'm not in love with Sonic. Um, I've played most of the Sonic games, though. I don't. I don't hate them. Um, I'm kind of like you. I'm not in love with the gameplay mechanic mm, uh, yeah. of Sonic, but it's it's fine. Prince of Persia. I don't know. That that's. Prince it of Persia, what... I'm really my my two of my biggest games there were the the Star Wars Outlaws game, which yeah. I think was the my game of the the show. Um, and Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown, they did a during the keynote when they announced it, they showed a little bit of it. Mm. But if you go watch the Ubisoft presentation, and more likely just search for the just search for the Lost Crown trailer because their yeah. presentation kind of messed up some of the video it looks really fun like watch the gameplay it looks really fun a lot of dashing around jumping under guys it looks really cool so i might play that day one which i usually don't do for games like this i usually wait for sales but that game looks really good so yeah i just i'm very excited you know we we always go back to the same statement of just the size of games are just getting out of control and that that's concerning Mm -hmm. you know like like both of us finishing up, you know, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, would you ever want to start another game that size right now? Um, yeah. 
Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I guess so. Never mind then. I mean, Prince of per- you're saying Prince of Persia is a big game or? No, no, just in general. Oh, you're, okay. talking about, you're talking about Outlaws. Outlaws looks like it's it's like that hundred hour. That's what I'm like, saying. What would you say The Witcher is? The Witcher is kind of like 60 to 160 well, I, hour. Correct. There's a huge depending range. on how big you want to do. Yep. It, it looked really good, though. I'm I'm really excited. I did not expect to be excited for it. I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but I was really excited. You know what? It, ma- it made me feel like The Mandalorian, right? You, you, you pick up jobs, you do them. You're kind of a scround. Like it just I don't know. It looked really fun. And when I first saw the initial footage, it didn't look great. I was watching it on a on a low frame rate feed. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched the actual footage, it was like, wow, it's smooth. It looks so good. And the gameplay looks fun. Um, you know, it just looks like one of those first person, not first person, third person open world games. I don't think it's going to like innovate, but mm-hmm. just the way you do go from the planet to the spit to the space. And ba- it's just when you compare Starfield, no man's sky, and then outlaws, they're three different games. Don't get me wrong. They're not trying to be the same thing. Starfield is like a bigger version of No Man's Sky and Outlaws is like a Witcher type thing or whatever. But that is more attractive to me. I was really excited about about that. So I'm excited for that. That and Prince of Persia. Um, Also, this past week, we got some new games for NSO. We got Mystery Tower on NES. Mm -hmm. That is a uh, Famicom. That's never been here before. Mm -hmm. That is a Famicom game. Harvest Moon for SNES, Blaster Master Enemy Below for Game Boy Color, which I think is sort of a remake of the original Blaster Master. Kirby Tilt and Tumble for Game Boy Color, and then just announced a few days ago, Fire Emblem for the GBA comes out June 23rd. Um, That is known as the Blazing Blade in Japan. Fun story about this one. This is the Fire Emblem game I went through twice and both times I got stuck on the final boss battle because I wasn't powerful enough to win it. Like you had to restart. Like you just were. Yeah. I got the first time I played, I got to the final boss. I couldn't beat the final boss. No matter how many times I tried, I just was not powerful enough. I was getting crushed and I just decided I just didn't level up my guys the right way. So I played a second time and leveled them up and balanced them a little more and, and got the main guys stronger because if any of the main guys die, then you lose. And my main guys were not the strongest and I still couldn't beat this, the, the boss. So. Ah, should I try again? I don't know. But there you go. We also got some new seasons and updates. You were talking about seasons, Drew. Mm. New seasons and updates that we learned about during Summer Game Fest. Fortnite Wilds with Transformers. Overwatch 2 Season 5. I think there's some new fighters. Disney Speedstorm, who plays that? Season ooh, two ooh. with Woody and Buzz. Buzz and Bo Peep. And... I did watch the trailer for that. Mm. Rocket League season 11 already. More balls. <laughs> uh, Chun-Li and Guile uh, outfits are coming to Fall Guys. Uh, they're adorable. That was People adorable. People still playing that? Fall Guys is fun, but it's not something I want to play every day. Um, The weirdest thing that I did not expect is Triangle Strategy is getting a bonus chapter and some new game modes. I've I've been wanting to play that game a second time. Uh, Maybe this is my motivation to uh, give it another another playthrough. But um, yeah, I did not expect that at all. I thought Triangle Strategy was just sort of done. But yeah, a lot of news. 
there was no Nintendo Direct, so there's not this big chunk of Nintendo news. Um, what happened? There was supposed to be one last week, everyone said. Or is that this week? Uh, no, I don't know. They're, they're doing their Nintendo Live in the beginning of September. So they could do a Direct there, but I don't know. They'll do something before that. I think July. Yeah. I'm here's thinking like big, with Pikmin coming out. Here's the big question. Let me ask you this. Mm. Off topic. If, if, big if. If there were to be new hardware shown at that September event. I'll show you my hardware. Please do. (laughs) Do you think there would be like a direct the week before to to announce it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're saying they're going to show hardware at like the Nintendo Live where they announce it before. Would you rather announce it before, like a week or two before? So then like, yeah. You can have everything set up all ready to go. Like you have playable booths and stuff rather than like having to hide them for like a main <laughs> stage feat. Do, do you know what I'm saying though? I feel like you'd almost want to announce it before that live event. I, I like I like the sound of announcing the new hardware and then saying, and you can preview this hardware live at Nintendo Live next in, week. In, yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. I think that's better. Yeah. That's way better than trying to do it there. And then like you, you won't be able to have the right booth set up and stuff like that because it's you don't want people to walk in and see it instantly if you haven't announced it yet on stage or whatever they do. Yeah, because when you when they announce a Nintendo Direct, there is like a couple days of hype. That go. Correct. And then if you made a hardware announcement, then there would be months of hype until that. I and mean, then definitely, you, could, you definitely wouldn't do it the week before either. I think you do it like months before. And then maybe you can even announce a game or two at live that's on the new hardware. If you're like a, a teaser right. trailer for the new Mario game, because, you know, oh, absolutely, you yeah. know, it's going to be Mario, right? I mean, at Mario this point, has to launch with the new system. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be with switch. Which technically means we could see it as early as like August, maybe a month before it or something. That's just my guess. W- what would happen? I, I, yeah, I've kind of said like, I, I don't think you're going to see hardware until after, you know, until Tears of the Kingdom came out. That's their big, their big system seller. Why would you announce new hardware and then have that? Now that we are starting to exit the, the launch day, Tears of the Kingdom players. Yeah. Maybe. I still think it's a ways away, but if they did a Nintendo Direct in July, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. I, I think we're going to get a direct in June still, and it's going to give you the date of Metroid Prime. And I think then you'll see like a hardware direct end of August to prep for the live. That's what I think you're going to. I think you're still going to see a direct and announce the rest of the games that are coming out this year. And then, you, and then in August, you'll have just a, a new hardware direct and only that no games or anything. Well, you, they might have to show off a game or two to show the, the actual hardware. I still think Metroid Prime 4 seems like a match with a the new, new Switch. Could be. Yeah. Because, you know, there's 100 million, 120 million Switches out there. And when you put out a game, like if you're an independent developer or whatever, you want to put out a Switch game because you have a massive audience that could potentially buy your game. Yeah. When you go to a launch system, you have a much tiny, tiny, tiny right at the beginning. Um, so that's why launch titles are just not a big thing right now. But I think with the number of people that buy Metroid, it's not a big market. It should Agreed. be bigger, but it's not. That's the reality. So why go ahead and risk it, put it on the new console and make it a bigger, better looking game. 
more yeah. attractive looking. Forget about the backwards compatibility. Just put it there. Make it the best looking thing it can be. And wait, you know what? What's the risk? It doesn't sell that well anyway. I'll tell you what. After playing Metroid Prime 1, I actually have zero interest in 4. I know that would be a bad comparison, but it's not for me. Yeah, I was never really interested in either. I can't play it. But it would be great. I mean, you know, put it out there for launch. I don't think if there's a new Mario game, it'll be on Switch as well. They're not going to do that with Mario. There's too much to lose there. True. True. There is no way... Like if the next game is like, you know, Mario Planets, it is not going to be Switch 2 exclusive. It will play on Switch. It's just too big a market of people with a Switch. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no way. And plus, I mean, even if, if you sold 3 million Mar- uh, Switch 2s, that, that's like a tenth of the audience that wants to yeah, play yeah. the game and they're going to be pissed off. It, it would just be terrible. I mean, Mario Planets. You heard it here first. Mario Planets. Folks. All right. What that's else? It. Um, I think that's, that's it. That's, that's all the announcements and all the new games and sidetracking and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's time to talk about what we've been playing. The Hyrule Hangover is here. It is. Drew, you and I are going to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. And I think this is going to be the last time we're going to talk about this game on this show until DLC hits. (laughs) what a month and a week it's been this is already my favorite game of all time wow Um, it was the fastest seller on a nintendo console it was huge it was amazing and you rolled credits this past week did i was that only a it feels like it was forever i'll tell you what um i'll i'll I'll, i'm just gonna come out and say it i liked breath of the wild better yeah i did tell Um, me about it i will say tears of the kingdom had a lot of you know things that did you know obviously they did it better i i loved the memories i loved the cutscenes and that type of stuff um but i don't know there was something about you know what it is it might have been when you think back to breath of the wild it was your first time experience in this game where again i've I've said this in the past tears of the kingdom felt a lot of this just the exploring didn't feel as fun as the first one there was just things behind that um, it just felt like I was doing it again in a new game, right? It's, mm. it's, I don't know. When, when you ever you play something brand new, it's like, wow, this is awesome, and you want more of it. Um, but it's not refreshing and new, right? Uh, I finished off all of my light routes today. I did every single light route, and I got. I'm not gonna say it. You get something. Spoiler. You, you know what I'm talking about, John? Not that big a deal. <laughs> not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, I did that. I have like a hundred and twenty-ish shrines, hundred and ten shrines. I mean, I'm close. Um, I just think I think I'm done. And by the way, I may have to retract my statement because I think I have a hundred and three armor pieces now. I don't know if they fits that in one of the updates. Oh, because you said it was a hundred was the max you could they have. They capped you at it. Um, I I stopped armor hunting and um. I found a couple Explain along the way. Explain to me what armor hunting is, because you're saying, I'm armor hunting. I'm going to go armor hunting. I'm Drew. What does that yeah. mean besides, I mean, like when I'm hunting for stuff in this game, I'm finding shrines. I find quests. Sure. I find caves. Are you specifically armor hunting? What are you doing? I, I looked up some armor locations and I would go find them. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah. I okay. mean, I I legit have 103 armor pieces. I, I didn't just come across them all. 
It's still different. Does everyone know how much of an armor file you are? Did, is that is that just our I conversations? Don't know. I don't, You're an armor file. I loved collecting the armor. I use all of it. I've upgraded a lot of it um, since the glitch has been fixed. I, I I've kind of given up upgrading everything, <laughs> but I, I I do use a lot of the different parts that come along with it. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed. It. I thought it was a lot of fun because you got to explore new areas. Um, and it would bring me into caves and stuff that I wouldn't typically go in. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. It, it made you do a little side quest too that like you kind of had to do to go do that and and stuff like that. But yeah, overall, like I said, I beat the game. I I loved the depths. I thought it was a ton of fun. That's why I focused on doing all of that. Uh, what else would I want to say about it? There's something else, but I don't remember. What I mean, what's your overall? Zuri. I still I, I understand what you mean when you say you like Breath of the Wild better because it was a f- new experience. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of ways, Breath of the Wild is a more isolating, quiet, peaceful experience. Yep. Tears of the Kingdom. It, it puts you under pressure a little bit quicker. The the opening area is much harder. Yep. And then you fly down and you don't you when you fly down onto into Hyrule. They, they give you some direction, but instead of just coming out of a cave and then seeing an old man, mm-hmm. you really do. You feel more overwhelmed, like, OK, I can go anywhere and I already know how big Hyrule is, so I get that. But even though this game was so much like the first game, just bigger and better in every way, there's still some moments that stick with me in this game. Number one being really just starting the game and going down into the caves and having having uh, Zelda there, which mm-hmm. is just really cool. Like Zelda's okay, hanging out was, with us. It was cool. Yeah, because we didn't really see Zelda in the first game until the very, very, very end. Mm-hmm. And so that was cool. And then just the beauty of the sky in the beginning. I remember just like the green and the white, that whole color combination just being gorgeous. And I'm loving I was loving the challenge of the sky. I just mm-hmm. really I'll remember that experience, even though this is not the origin. And yeah. then once you fly down, I remember feeling so accomplished. And then when you fly down and then having that mechanic of you speeding down and you land on Hyrule and you're like, whoa, I I can go anywhere like this is nuts. I, yeah. I remember those things and it's special in its own I, way. I think and maybe it was just where I played the game. But when I think back to Breath of the Wild, right, there was really two things. I was exploring the entire world, the entire map for shrines. Yep. I was that's what I was doing. Every little nook and cranny of the map. And then I would do the four major areas. Like that was it. Right. I wasn't really like focused on other stuff because that was just all you really knew at the time. But yep. with Tears of the Kingdom, I feel like I'm not exploring. Like, I know I have to go find my memories. I know where they are, right? So I'm going to go to them. I just, I have the shrines because I can see them from the sky and I can kind of put a marker and just go to that marker. I have the depths and I'm kind of just looking for the light routes. I'm not really exploring. And maybe because we had the, I don't want to say cheat, but we had the little motor air bike thing that we've made. (laughs) You just fly around. So I'm not exploring. I feel like I never really truly explored in Tears of the Kingdom. I had like a destination point in the map and it was just get to that destination. Right. And that was the big difference for me in this game was I just was like point A to point B, point B to point C to point D where Breath of the Wild, I just feel like I enjoyed it more. 
just because it was just it's Florin. I see a Lionel. I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna fight him. Like how many times in Tears of the Kingdom did did you stop at every single like Bobobin camp thingy with JD and fight him? Like no, I very rarely fought enemies. I don't like to fight enemies in but these that, games. But I that's just... my point. Like it's just there was no motivation where before oh, I just no, but I disagree. Like. There were so many caves that you would come across. Sort of the caves, like there's way more quests that you come across. Oh, there, like the exploring agreed. is more rewarding in Tears of the Kingdom. Yes, and I do like how some of the quests were pretty broad, like not telling you exactly where to go because mm-hmm. it wanted you to. But I don't know. I just felt that I had a very more on a mission to point B, and that was it. I think it just depends how you play and then the fact that you do have all those hours of Breath of the Wild under your belt and what you want to yeah. do. Um, yeah, no, I I really do enjoy the exploring in this game a lot more. I think it's what makes it so much better um, than Breath of the Wild to me. I'm 140 hours in and I still have not found the bubble gem guys. I have oh, like I looked, I looked them up because I needed them for armor. I mean, how do I not stumble across them? It's tricky. You, you, you wouldn't. I've been everywhere so many times. How do I not? I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, I bet you I'm more. I might be more hours than you now. I'm up there. Um, I stopped playing for a while. Yep. And then I jumped back in yesterday, and I was just trying to like work on some of the long running quests that I had and look for new ones. And I was having a blast. And I actually did some of the really tough, not tough, but the quests I couldn't figure out. Um, I got the one where you had to find the five tablets in the ruins. Like okay. I just happened to do that. I didn't even know I was doing oh, that. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And at one point, the guy in the inn in Kakariko Village gets lost, and you have to find him. And they say he's by one of the the little campsites mm-hmm. by the ruins. So I find him. He's sleeping on a tablet. I read the tablet and I go, I think that's one of the tablets in that one quest that I have no idea what to do. Then I go down to the inn where he's now waiting for me. And while I'm going, this guy is just randomly walking right past me and he's got a red circle. And I'm like, ooh, quest. And I talk to him and it's the guy you need to talk to about the tablets. I was like, oh. And so I tell him about the tablet. And then when it's done, I tell him about another tablet. And I go, ooh, I must have found another tablet. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Three, four, all of them. And the quest was done. I was like, no way. I didn't even know where any of these are. And it turns out I had found them already. Yeah. It was fantastic. It uh, is nice that they, I mean, the one thing I'll say about this game is it's just so polished. Like that type of thing. It didn't make you redo the quest or anything. Like I didn't really see any major issues. And then even stuff like that. I'm like, oh, wow. They even thought of that. Um, mm-hmm. I will say there was a few times where. I was um, skydiving from Hyrule surface to the depths where the game almost like freezes. If you like go it, too fast, it it like it, slows it, you down to it, load. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it struggled a little bit. I, I definitely saw some times where the, the frame rate chugged for a short bit, but mm. never had a problem. I mean, no, never had a problem. It's so well done. It really is. I, I, I would love to see, like, you know, a 60 frames. Like, I feel like in the Switch 2, they might re-release these games or do something or just make a free update. I don't know. I'd love to see that. And I always say it, but Age of Calamity. I would love to see an Age of Calamity that's smooth. That would I be liked, fantastic. I liked that game. I, but yeah, but some of those animations were so rough. It just took you out. I mean, not even like, oh, it's only 30 frames. I mean, it was like, it's five, five frames a second. I would love to see that game a little more polished. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Tears of the Kingdom, an all-timer for me. 
and uh, I'm not done with it. I'll probably I was like, I'll, I'll go back in it from time to time, but I don't think it's worth really talking about yeah. anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll wait for the DLC and I'll be ready to go with my armor that you don't have. And I have it. If you need to get, like, if you need the rubber armor, you have to go do a lightning storm event. I'll be ready to go. You won't. I'm be. never I never wear my electric armor, no matter ever, no matter what ever. I'll tell you, my favorite armor is by far the climbing armor. I wear that thing all the time. I would like to get the other two parts of it because like when you wear all the swimming armor, you swim really fast. Oh, yeah, you do. And I only have one piece of climbing armor that I found. But I don't want to look it up because, as my friend Clint said, they only come out with a Zelda game every five or six years. So I just maybe one day I'll stumble on it and it'll be a great moment for me. I'm just I don't want to look up the quests. I'm just going to I'll throw my head into a wall if I have to. Hmm. All right uh let's ping pong back and forth i've got a lot more games than you do because i wasn't really playing zelda these last couple weeks sure Um, but i got three quick updates i'm not going to get into but i did finish my replay of the great ace attorney chronicles i am drew i am so excited i had to replay i told you i had to replay the first game because the second game is a direct continuation but it's been a couple years and even though I had played through the first game that when it came out, by the end, I was getting a little bored of it and I kind of skipped the story and then it's been a while, but I replayed it. I loved it. This is such a great game. And now I've started the second game. I'm not going to play it continuously, but I did play the what what is the first case of the second game. So I call it the sixth case out of 10. And it was fantastic. Great continuation. And so, yeah, someday I'll just go, let, let's bang out another case. And we'll just, we're just going to play it like that over the next maybe five months or so. Um, really great. Splatoon 3, I'm still trying to play at least once daily. I have to get a win daily. Really? Why? Yeah, because it gives you a huge catalog boost. So my catalog is up to level 16 now. And you. I'm enjoying it. So I'll sit down and I'll play through and get my win. And then I some most of the time I, I don't put it down immediately unless I'm scrunched mm-hmm. for time. I'll just go and I'll play another turf war. I'll go and play some salmon run and then I'll play it. You know, I'm not playing it for like five hours at a time. I'm playing it for yeah. never more than an hour. But um, yeah, it's a fun time. I played with Dylan a little bit last week. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really well, happy that I jumped back into it. Let me know. I jump in. I, I, I do like Splatoon. It's fun. I did play the card game for the first time. Oh, it is hidden in a back alley. And I had never found it since a game yeah, came out just last year. Go there when the menu, you don't have to actually no. go to these. You really? can't go there from the menu. You have to go every other back mode alley. you can. Yeah, I had to go out of my way to go find it. And it was only because Dylan said it's in an alleyway somewhere. So I just went around the map and just looked for it. And I found it. I was like, what? And the card game is okay. I think I just need to learn the rules a little better. Mm-hmm. It's probably like Gwent in The Witcher, where it's like once you get good at it, it'll be more fun. But I won my first match, and I haven't gone back. And then the last uh, quick update was Street Fighter VI. I'm still playing that, although I went a few days without playing it. As I expected, the campaign mode, while it was addic- addictive and intoxicating initially, is just dragging the story as the story is so bland and dumb and I'm just slowly finding, I think all the fighters from the game. Some of them can be your teachers and then others are just, you find them and that's it. I'm in a second major area of the campaign. I was shocked that there's a second major area because the whole game has been this one area. 
And yeah, I'm just kind of going through it. Cedric was playing uh, through it for me for about an hour the other day. And yeah, it's, you know, it's fun at times, but it's just a bit of a grind. A little unbalanced. Most of the fights are pretty straightforward or easy. And then you fight the tougher battles and they are like really, really hard. And I have to use tons of my items and continues to get through them. It's not balanced to be like, make, make, make these fights a little harder so I can level up better. And then make these fights a little less hard. I mean, it's, it's not a strategy game here. It's a fighting game. Let me have some fun. Let me just kick some asses. Um, but yeah, my goal is still to get through the campaign mode. And then Cedric and I, from time to time, still play. We fight each other with the regular characters. I hmm. haven't gone into the hub where you can play online and, you know, play some other people. I haven't done that yet, but that's it. Nice. So that's it. That's that's just quick updates for those games. Sure. Um, give me a game you're playing. Yeah, quick update. I, I started uh, diving into Disney Speedstorm Season 2, which, like you mentioned earlier, is Toy Story. Um. Some unlockable characters you need. I think Woody. I know you know Woody Buzz. So you. Bo- so if you play this game enough, you can get a Woody. Yes. You have to, yes. It's hard. It's hard to get a Woody, but it's doable. Right. Uh, it really helps Jesse. if you have Buzz. If you have a Buzz. If you have a Buzz, uh, you get a Woody. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Bo Peep and Jesse, the the other two. So yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's fun. I wanted to try out the new track, um, the new characters and. You know, go from there. So, yeah, I played that. Um, the, I'll just mention it really quick because I just started it today. Um, based off of Hambone's request, or not request, more of a advice, I picked up Cat Quest. And uh, I'm having fun. It's a fun game. If, if you don't know Cat Quest, I don't want to say it's Zelda-ish because it's, it's really not. <laughs> right. It's It's more. Have you played this game? I own it. I do want to play it someday, but I it's, it's supposedly a very short game. I think yeah. like a few hours. Um, it's um, it's kind of plays almost like Cult of the Lamb combat wise, but better combat. I love the combat style. I don't know how to explain it, but the enemies have this little red ring and it grows. And if it hits its maximum, it's like that's when they attack you and you need to get out of that range and you can see when they're going to attack. It's just so much fun. It, it's a hack and slash type style game. Um, you're a cat and you're you're questing. I mean, just like it says, John Cat Quest. It's uh, it's loads of fun. I probably played it for an hour and a half today, and it's, it's the puns and the graphics, it's the gameplay and the controls. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Did the kids all, all watch you, or did you just kind of play on your own? Uh, my Evan was watching me, and my daughter's upstairs playing with dolls or something. But yeah, did he did he get a kick out of the the cat puns and all that? Or yeah, I mean, I wasn't reading it out loud and probably pushing the oh, button okay. faster than he was reading it. But no, I, he some of them he saw. He thought they were funny. Oh, okay. Really enjoying it. I'll, I'll next week definitely have the update. I might. I saw that Cat Quest 2 is on sale. Part of that Hyper Mat sale, John. So I might just pick it up because I wanted to at least try this one first to see if I liked it. Yeah. And I, and I think it's like $4 on sale, like 80% off or something crazy. So I think I'm going to pick up number two uh, just so I have it since it's so cheap. Okay, that sales. I mean, how long is that sale going? You, you I didn't have like seven days left or six okay. days left. Yeah, Perfect. so I've probably, probably end of the finished week. the game before. <laughs> I think I'll probably finish in two more sit downs. I think it's really short. I think it's like under five hours. Okay, cool. But, I I gotta I gotta play that someday. I'll I'll get to it. Yeah, um, that's um, it for me though. All right, my big games this week are the uh, Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon Puzzlers Pack came out. That was a free DLC for Pocket Dungeon. I loved Pocket Dungeon to death. And when that game came out, end of 2020, 
no, not 20, end of 2021. Yeah, that game came out end of 2021. No, no, it was right at the beginning of 2022. That's right, because I, I thought it was the the year before. And I did the, uh, I got my, I got the full, real, true, good ending with Mole Knight. And so the DLC came out, it added a lot of stuff, and I've been going through it. Not always enjoying, not not always experiencing the new DLC stuff. I feel like for the most part, I am playing the same game that I played before. Mm-hmm. There are some new items to unlock. I had unlocked all the items in the game. Now my store is like filled up again. So there's new items in this game, better meals, that sort of thing. And there's a hat store you can unlock. There's a whole cloud area you can unlock. The hat store is interesting. The hats are, you know, like you play any kind of roguelike, like Hades, where you make the game harder on yourself yep. by, you know, make the enemies a little tougher. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. More rewards. Yeah, 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 all that. Hats do that. So basically you can wear a hat and that hat becomes, you know, enemies hit a little harder, or this or that or the other thing. And it adjusts the difficulty of your run. I think some of the hats actually make the game easier. But I think there's some restrictions to it. And so you can wear a hat and then you can wear a hat on that hat and a hat on that hat. And you actually <laughs> wear the hats as you play. And it shows you the difficulty level. Now, I don't know what happens when you beat the game on harder difficulties. I'm not interested in it right now. But yeah, that's kind of an interesting. You can wear like 10 hats and he, he just wears it and they just kind of like go. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They're pretty hilarious. They're 20,000 coins each. But I had such I had hundreds of thousands of coins that I couldn't spend my money on in the first game. So this is a great way to get people to spend all their unspent money. Um, there's some new characters and I beat the game with uh, Puzzle Knight, who is one of the final bosses in the base game. So you play through and he's like, oh, you're the you're the imposter. Um, but yeah, I've beaten the game now with Shovel Knight, Mole Knight, and Puzzle Knight. I'm on a roll. Like I'm, I've gotten really good at this game and, uh, doing the full true beat is you have to just know what to do. You just look it up. Don't try to figure it out. It doesn't make any sense, but you have to get these four key parts and then get to the end. And then you get the true ending. Um, I have it memorized in my head, but it's, it's ridiculous. You have to get the key parts in very specific stages. And you have to have certain things lined up to do it. It's, it's, it's weird, but the game is fantastic. One of the great, greatest puzzle games I've ever played. It's so much fun. Um, today, I played Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. This is a party game. Have you played this one? No. Nope. Okay. This is a, you know, this is on the realm of like playing Jackbox. Uh, it's a really great uh, concept one person you play with, we played with all of us, all five of us here. One person is holding the switch and they have a bomb and you have five minutes to defuse the bomb. The other four people um, have a manual. You can print off the manual oh, off I've the website, yeah. right? Or you can just go to it on your phone. I recommend if you have like an iPad, use the iPad. You, you want a bigger screen mm-hmm. um, and I'll explain why, but we had a blast. So the first game we played, I had the bomb and the kids all had their phones and iPads and whatever. And you're like, all right, you tell them what you see. And it's like, so for example, you might see there is a blue button that says abort. And they someone needs to tell you what to do. You don't know what to do. They That's have the cool. information, yeah. but they don't see the bomb. So you have to explain what you're looking at. And 
you know, I could, I, I, I could see this being really fun to watch for competitive teams. I got to look and see if there's like a tournament. This would yeah. be hilarious because if you could get that manual by some miracle in your head, it would be hilarious to see people just play it solo, but it's uh, got to yeah. be impossible. It's yeah. you would think that maybe after we played a few times, you kind of have a too how good of a feel. Manual? Like how many pages? It's like a couple dozen pages. Oh, it's lo- they do that on purpose. Yeah, it is very obtuse. So like, so for example, there's a, um, they call them modules. So a bomb will have multiple modules and the ones we're doing now have like three or four modules. And one of them has some wires. So I'm looking at the bomb and I'm like, all right, uh, that's a red wire, a black wire. And then like one of my kids is like, well, how many wires are on there? And I'm like, well, four. And then they're like, is there a yellow wire? And I'm like, no. And they're like, okay, cut the third wire. Just stuff like that. After now, we played it, we played it for several rounds. And then we have an idea of how to, how to deal with the wires. So, so by the, by the yeah. end, we're like, uh, red, blue, black, black, white. And then that's, that's it. And yeah. the efficiency becomes that each of the modules is a separate puzzle. So we had this one challenge we lost like four times because we ran out of time or we just, we got it. You get it wrong three times and is, you blow is up every bomb five minutes or no, I don't know. Probably not. But yeah. right now they're five minutes and we kept dying on this one. And much to my shock drew, Michelle was the one that figured out how to do this. And hmm. she doesn't talk during these things. When we play these games where you have to chat with each other, like a among us or something. Yeah. She's just quiet. She just doesn't do the talking thing. She figured, I mean, she knew what to do. So she gets up, she's got a bomb and she's like, Sebastian, you're going to do the wires. Melody, you're going to do the buttons. John, you're going to do the, you're going to do the big button. And then that gives us time to go to the manual where you need to. And then she's like, okay, you know, she goes to Sebastian, red, blue, yellow, yellow, white. And then she goes like on to the next person. She's like, all right, it's a, you know, a blue big button and it says detonate on it or something like that. And then she moves on to the next person and then hmm. she'll go back around and she's like, all right, Sebastian, what do I clip? And he's like the third wire. <laughs> you know, then she <laughs> clips it and then you move on. And we played it about seven times. It was a blast. We, we got cool. really freaked out. There's a lot of stress going on a lot of back and forth at one point uh Michelle said she was she was taking too long to describe something and i was like where are the circles and she's like i'll tell you where the circles are and i'm like tell me the circles and she's like i'm going to tell cedric and it was just like yeah, there's yeah. a bomb like <laughs> we got to got to go it is fantastic i think you guys would love it but maybe your kids are too young or stressed yeah, out i think they'd yeah. be able to figure it out very good like learning like problem solving skills and stuff okay. like that. It is it is fantastic. Great party game if you have a bub over or whatever. It is yeah. a it really good fun. time. Huh. Um I think we're gonna play this a lot. Um and then real quick the 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 main game that I played this past week was Harmony the Fall of Reverie. These are uh, the don't nod people, Life is Strange, all that. The Kings of Storytelling. Um this is a game about you're a girl named Polly and your mother has gone missing. And you return to your hometown and you haven't been there in about 10 years because you didn't like your mother, Drew. And no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, 
So you come back to town and you kind of reconnect with some family and friends and you're kind of reconnecting with, you know, what life was like back then. And you're trying to figure out what your mother was, but it's a mystery. There is some supernatural stuff going on. And she ends up in this spiritual world called Reverie. And there's these these people who are and they talk about this in trailer. It's not a spoiler. Um, there's like Bliss. Don't worry about spoiling me. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Bliss and Bond and power, like, you know, kind of the, you know, the emotions of of humans. And yeah, like you, you kind of figure these things out, but it's just like any other narrative game. You pick your, you make decisions and it changes in what direction the story goes. Unlike their other games that they do where you make a decision right there in game and blah, 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 blah. This game goes to this tree like structure with nodes on it. And they tell you, if you go in this direction, you'll get two bliss crystals. Um, but you'll lose a power crystal. Or if you go in this direction, this will happen. And that's sort of where the game broke down for me. Um, it got complicated. It would, you, you have this thing and like, you'll lose this crystal, this crystal. But if you go and do this node, then you can do this node, which is way up here. And you have to scroll to go look at it. And I, at no point do I look at all these nodes. You have to click on them to see what they are. They don't just show it in the circle. And most of the time I see that the different paths I can go and they don't feel like impactful. Like if it said, you know, if you go this way, this character dies. And if you go this way, this character dies. Then I go, hmm, what am I going to do? This is like, you know, Nora gets mad or uh, Jade uh, is annoyed. And it's just like, it's not that big a deal which direction. And it is so complicated. I mean, by halfway through, I was just clicking on the first node that it would let me go to so I can see the story and get some answers. And I was very unsatisfied by the end. I had a terrible ending, by the way. You can max out. You can max out your connection with any of these bliss, power, bond, all those people. I didn't even get close to maxing out with any of them because I wasn't following a consistent path through the game. What is this PlayStation? Uh it's on switch okay. exclusively for a couple weeks. And then it comes out to PlayStation and I think Xbox oh, okay. next week. I was going to wait, but I just, the FOMO got to me and I, I started playing it. I will say this when I finished playing the game, I was disappointed with it. It's easily the first don't nod game that I really didn't love. Looks fantastic. Very pretty, uh, great voice acting, all of that. But I just, the way the story flowed it was a very slow moving story entire chapters for talking about how you feel about something it was really slow but even though i didn't like it i started a second playthrough i'm i kind of stopped now but i started a second playthrough just to see if i could really start to understand the nodes and i did i started to understand a little better i started going down a path where i was going with power 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 it didn't really change the story much i got some different cutscenes, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I this is not this is probably my least favorite don't nod game that I've played. Hmm. Um, so I was a little disappointed by it, but whatever. I got through it. Maybe I'll try it again someday. Um, but it's just it's a little too slow of a story. I can't I really can't recommend this one. So. Sad, but I got Shovel Knight and you mentioned before about playing another big game. That's I'm okay. starting Octopath 2 tomorrow. Let's go. Oh my god! I think I think Drew's about to flash me. I'll be right back. Oh, I think he's gonna go take a shit. <laughs> he's gone. 
uh, while he's gone and we wait. Um, yeah, I'm going to start Octopath 2, I think, tomorrow. I've been putting it off, but it's a big game. And looking at my backlog um, on Switch, the only, the only game I have on my list of games I want to play is that. Uh, I just put a Leckhead on there. Bayonetta Origins. I still want to play Bayonetta Origins, but I need to buy a used copy, and there's not a lot on there. But that's it. I'm waiting for Shadows Over Loathing, Wargroove 2, Persona 5 Tactica. Oh, I forgot about Wargroove 2. Do we have a date on that? No date yet. But I just mentioned Persona 5 Tactica, which I think was... I think that might have been the top, I don't care about game, that. top game for me from Summer Game Fest. I'm very excited. And that is confirmed coming to Switch. There, there's talks about it coming to Switch. I guess a Play Asia had a listing for it, but they haven't formally announced it's coming to Switch. That's why a lot of people think that that, that announcement has being held off for a Nintendo Direct that's coming. So that's, sense. that would be exciting. I predict in June. I, I agree with you, actually. I think it will be late June. Maybe we'll hear this week, right? We have Mondays or Tuesdays usually when we hear. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Let's go to our not yet named segment that I will continue to call. What do you think? Drew, happy Father's Day. I got a game for you. Okay. We are going to play a little game called Guess That Gaming Dad. Ooh. If you are listening, and I hope you are, and if you aren't listening, you're not hearing me say this, um, play along. I have eight gaming dads. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give you... Four clues for each one. I'm going to give you a clue. You get a guess. Okay. You have to try to guess in as few clues as possible. I'm going to count up the points. You get one point for every clue you hear. Okay. And it's golf. The lower the score, the better. So sure. the maximum score is 32 points. That's a bad score. That means you got every clue. Okay. Um, maybe I'll take off one if you get it right. How about that? Okay. If you get, if you guess I, the dad, I'm, I'm sure. Not, I don't think I'm, I'm not really sure. I understand the game yet, but let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> the points don't matter. It's all about the fun. Okay. Let's get this started. Great. This is our first gaming dad. We have eight. First gaming dad. First clue. Not a biological father. He spent much of his life training his daughter to be strong like him. I'll let you take a guess. You get one guess. What was the first? Not a biological. He... Not a biological father. He spent much of his life training his daughter to be strong. I'm, you know that I suck at these types of things. The clues get more and more obvious as we go. The first clue is always so going to be the I most. I just make a random guess. Make a guess. You, you, you don't you don't get Princess Zelda. No, that's not even a dude. All right. Oh, second. wait, I just need the dad. Yes. <laughs> second okay, clue. Second clue. His, his mutation makes him unable to have his own children. Oh, my God. This is a game? His mutation? There's, I guarantee you there's people that are screaming the name out right now. I don't know. I'm terrible at trivia. Never mind this shit on the spot. Um, his mutation. Splinter. Nope. Guess number three. He went on a great adventure that started with him sniffing around for lilac and gooseberries. Gooseberries. What is that from? I don't fuck. I'm, I, I'm that bad at this, John. That's clue. Siri grew up to take on her father's mantle. 
Siri. The uh, Geralt. 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 He got it. <laughs> Very good. I was, I was like, if you don't get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Geralt it is from the Witch Eye. Uh, Do you feel like you missed the lilac and gooseberries? Remember, that's that's the first. It's been quest. a while since I've played the uh, game. Yennefer smells like lilac and gooseberries. All right. Second one. Ready? A royal figure in a vast but fallen kingdom. A royal figure. I mean, I gotta go with King of Hyrule. King Daph, Daph, what's his Daphne, Daph, uh, what's his name? Say it again. Say it again. That's not gonna help you. Uh, a royal figure in a vast but fallen kingdom. So you're saying it is the King of Hyrule. Oh. So you're saying Ganondorf's not a dad? I'm gonna give it to you. You you know who it is. You didn't get the name right. Well, there's many different kings of Hyrule. There's more. It depends on the game. I mean, I'm assuming you're talking Tears of the Kingdom or Breath I'm of the Wild. I'm talking Tears here. of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild. I forget his freaking name. I'm thinking okay. of the. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give I it to you. It's, it's King Roam. Okay. Yeah. Um, th- there's there's different king names for different Zelda games. Yeah. Uh, but this one um this one's King Roam and. I figure if I give you all the clues, it's not going to help. Not gonna, uh, it won't help. I'll, I'll give you the rest of the clues for anybody at home. Sure. He has cosplayed as a common old man, much to one hero's confusion and chagrin. He once commanded a hero to save his daughter after recounting the events of a hundred years ago. His daughter is Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dad number three. Both a father by birth and by happenstance. Father by birth. That's some deep inception shit right there, John. A father by birth. What was the second clue? And by happenstance. I'm going to have to throw the next clue on this one. Mourned the death of his daughter for 25 years while learning to craft nail bombs and Molotov cocktails to survive. Um, Last of Us? What's his name? Joel? Joel. Very good. Wow. Got it. Uh, Next clue was going to be, has a rebel brother named Tommy. And last clue is, he will protect Ellie until the end. Okay. You've gotten all three. You you missed one name, but I, I gave it to you. So you're three for three. I'm impressed. Next one. His story begins with a disaster at his own wedding when something terrible befalls a wedding cake. Is this something with the red wedding? Is this a video game? No. (laughs) Say it again. His his story begins with a disaster at his own wedding when something terrible befalls a wedding cake. Bowser? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. Father of two kids who see nothing at all unusual about him. Two kids. That's clue. This clue is a continuation of that last sentence, which was father of two kids who see nothing at all unusual about him, despite having eight arms and legs. Eight arms and eight legs? 
<laughs> combined eight arms and legs. So it's a spider, is what you're saying. Who the fuck's a spider with two kids? <laughs> is that, am, I, am I off topic here? Am I the off? title of our show. <sighs> Say that one, one more time. Father of two kids who see nothing at all unusual about him, despite having eight arms and legs. That's true. He's an octopus. Ah, an octopus. Who the fuck's an octopus? Am I just am I just drawing a blind here? Is this, should this be obvious? I don't know if you've played it. Well, then that doesn't fucking help me. I I don't know. Uh, the answer is Octodad. Octodad. You ever play Octodad? No. Is that the name of the game? Let me tell you, you and your family would absolutely love this game. Wait, the name of the it. game is Octodad? I wouldn't be shocked if you did play this game and just forgot about it. You, Your family would love this game. You can all play together. You all control a limb. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Octodad. All right. You're three for four. Wait, Next one. How many are there? There's eight. I've oh. I've said this a number of times. This game looks stupid, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> All right. First clue. Not the best father. He spent much of his time away from his family because he felt he was a horrible and dangerous person. Mm, I feel like I, I I'm on to something here, but let's 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 go. Let's move on. Next clue. His son is Atreus, his wife Faye. Atreus? I don't know. Faye, the only Faye I know. Isn't that the name of the chick from the sword? Starwood Sword? Yeah, there's, there's no Googling. I'm not Googling. I'm written. I'm still... <laughs> all, right, what, all right, what else? He was once a captain of the Spartan army. Not looking good. He was once the Achilles? Last clue. He hates Zeus as well as Ares, the proclaimed uh, god of war. What's his fucking name? I don't know the name. What's it? <laughs> I, I I don't even know his name. I know this was going to be the hardest one for you. I thought. Yeah. I don't know. It is Kratos. Kratos. See, I'm so bad with that shit. I just... Let's see. You're learning. You're learning, well, and not... we're all learning together. You asked me the same exact questions next episode. I'll get the same answers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. His old rabbit friend made sure that his son knew everything he needed to be a successful leader. Winnie the Pooh. No. <laughs> that could be the worst guess I've heard him on life. <laughs> a legendary flying ace. Upon his death, he was succeeded by his son in the cockpit. Wait, so he's dead? A legendary flying ace. Upon his death, he was succeeded by his son in the cockpit. Next clue. This next clue is an audio clue. Ready? Oh my God. Okay. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> Drew's face. <laughs> I'll play it one thoughts? more time. Star thoughts? Are we going? Damn it, damn it, damn it. You're getting close. You're what's very the, close. What's the frog's name? That's not a clue. What's the frog? Damn it, damn it, damn it. 
<laughs> I never played a Star Fox game either. So if it's from what Star is wrong Fox, with you? I don't. Is it from Star Fox? The last clue is he was the leader of Star Fox. I, I never played a Star Fox game. I don't know any of their names. Wow. Really outing yourself like that. I, no shame. James McLeod. I didn't know that. Actually, I didn't know his name was James. I knew McLeod. Yeah, because his son is Fox McLeod. Correct. I don't think you ever play as James unless there's some game or cutscene or whatever. I've never seen. I'm I not you, huge I on that. Did you play James in Submergence? <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> that, I forgot about that one. That was a really good entry in the series. All right. Uh, we're up to number seven. You're three for six. Your, your batting average is under is 500 now. That's great in the MLB. Yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> All right. He's a decorated engineer and inventor. Decorated? Whoa, what does that even mean? He's decorated. He's uh, it's accomplished. What's, what's the what's the the guy with the the the, the fucker from uh, Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, what's his? Uh, uh, whatever you mean, Robbie? Yeah, Robbie. Not him. That's true. No. Okay. His children were not born per se. Hmm. Huh? Maybe they were hatched. You might want to say Yoshi. Nope. <laughs> he improved on one of his original creations with an X version. With an X version. He improved on one of his creations with an X version. Is this from Metroid? Mm-mm. That's true. His children are quite the Mega Men. Uh, is this just Mega Man? Does he have children? Or is it the father of Mega Man? The father of Mega Man. I didn't even know he had a fucking... I mean, everyone has a dad, but I didn't know he... In, in the lore of Mega Man, he had... I don't fucking know the name. But I, like will give this one, I will give this one to you if you can get a little bit closer. You can't say the father uh, of Mega Man, though. Superman. Nope. I did just name something man all day. I should just, like... I should go on. Still not going to work. <laughs> it's it's Doctor Light. Doctor Light? Light. Yes. You. I could have been here for the rest of my lifetime, and I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of your lifetime, and I go. Yeah. Sorry. None of those misters worked. It's a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last one. He's a father with very many points. Hmm. Bowser. You got it. Nailed it. Done. Boom. Game set match. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I, I I did that one with my family earlier. Yeah. And I think I said something like he he has like a he's he's got sharp points. I don't know, something. And they all said yeah. Bowser. And I was like, that's too easy. So I, I yeah. made it a little easier. And you still got it. <laughs> uh the other clues were he's been caught on multiple occasions of kidnapping. It's not clear who his child's mother is, but it's presumably not a princess. And the fourth clue was peaches, 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 peaches. Which you could have just played dumb and go, I still don't know. <laughs> Zoe actually has memorized the whole song. Now she just goes around the house singing every word, not just the peaches part, like all the other words. Does it end when the piano like crunches like or is there a version that goes all the way? There's a version that's a little bit more, but not like I see fully. I think. Yeah, a little bit more. It's a song without an end. Yeah. You well, know, you got, you got four out of eight. 
Um, and you got the two of them you got on the first guess, mm. and one on the second guess, and one on the fourth guess. I'm not going to do the points. Not bad, I'd though. say that I'm most disappointed I was with Geralt. I, I'm surprised it took that's, you. That's messed up. I agree. But the most proud I am is uh, is uh, Joel. You, you did nail Joel. I did. Second try. I, and, and you're probably shocked I knew his name. I mean, the odds is I had to go deep in, in my brain for that one, John. I, I was going to give it to you, and you gave me Joel, and I was like, all right, perfect. Don't even have to think about it. All right. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yeah, that was great. Thank you, you for that. A, yeah, fun. like a, a favorite dad. I, it was weird. I had to look up that Bowser, that they don't know Bowser Jr.'s mom. Yeah, that's just that is the undefined. Lore. Maybe in Dennis Mario, weird. they can give us some lore on that. I don't know. Get some more. Drew. What do you think of the PGA LIV deal? Mm. And I put in parentheses in the doc and don't say it is what it is. It's not is what it is. So let me give you the the, the, the small spiel of what happens, right? Everyone knows that this live golf thing started. By the way, live stands for 54. It's the right. Roman numerals of 54. That's, that's what it is. It's 54 holes of golf that they play. So here's what happened. There's this new organization called PIF, P-I-P. F, I forget what it stands for. This is like the corporate overview of the lower level golf. So under PIF, there's now the PGA Tour, which we all know, whether you're a golf fan or not. There's the Live Tour, which is this new tour that's backed by Saudi Arabia that a lot of people don't like. Because if you remember correctly, what was that journalist name that got pretty much murdered on live video? Yeah, That was like the same people that are backed in the Live Tour. So a lot of guys are saying, if you go to the Live Tour, you like support you know these people that did this sure whatever you want to believe i'm not getting into that and then there's a third organization called the dp tour which is not deep penetration <laughs> it actually is i gotta watch this <laughs> it's actually the european golf tour i don't know what the dp stands for but i do so there's there's these three double putt tours under the piff um <laughs> Nobody knows what it what what this means for how it works. Is Piff um, wait, wait, is Piff new or is that that's been around? I think it's newer. I think it's the new overhead corporate. Thing. Okay, because right. like PGA is actually nonprofit, um, which is sure whatever that means. Sure, right? sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what this means is we don't know yet, right? Uh, it, this could just mean like an NFC versus AFC versus something else like it, it could just be a divisional thing and maybe they have a championship the problem is is that the world rankings aren't recognized in these other tours only in the pga tour so guys started getting mad when they said well i want to you know i'm 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 one of the best offers in the world but i'm not being recognized as the best offer in the world because i'm not in the pga tour well shame on you for taking 500 million dollars and leaving like that's your fault um but they want to play in the pga tour events but pga tour says no you screwed us so what happened was there was like seven or eight guys that said, we're going to sue the PGA Tour, right? We're going to sue yeah. you for not letting us play on your tour and being considered in the world's rankings. Wait, so, so these th people took these huge payouts from Saudi Arabia. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And then sued dollars. the PGA, even though the PGA said, if you join them, you can't play here. They told them up front. They, they had contracts. They violated their contracts. They sued them anyway. So Massive, th massive balls. Massive. massive. Huge. And Phil Mickelson's one of those those big massive balls right uh, <laughs> a lot of other people so what happened was is they're suing these people their lawsuits are out there and then out of nowhere pga tour comes out and says we're joining forces with live to golf and the dp world tour yeah so this was like <laughs> where'd this come from like it, it's just out of nowhere 
why is this a big deal or what is it? Here's what I think happened. I think a few things could have happened. I think the PGA Tour realized they were not going to win these lawsuits. They knew that their contracts couldn't hold tight in court of preventing these players from playing on their tour. I think that's one option is that they knew they were going to lose. So rather than just losing and stretching it out, they just made a deal to make them kind of look like a little bit better or, or losing all this money. Um, I, I think that's one thing that, that could have happened. Um, I really don't know what else could have, could have caused them to like cave because they were so for the last 12 months, like, fuck you, fuck you. And the players were F you. And it was just this big thing, like against each other. The reasons why I don't know what's going to happen is because live golf is formatted very differently. It's a team event. Um, there's 48 players and that's pretty much it. So it's, it's, if, if Dustin Johnson, who's on the live tour says, I want to play in this PGA tour event and they have to let him, it's not like Rory McIlroy can say, I want to play in a live tour event next weekend because there's no room for him. It's already structured. So it's going to get complicated on how that works. Hmm. And that's why I'm thinking maybe they just keep everything like divisionals and they have some type of championship from each organization at the end of the year, like the FedEx Cup. I don't, I don't know. Um, right. It, it's a very big deal. This is something that's never happened in golf. Um, really, any, any, I mean, in, in any sport, right? Imagine if the MLB tomorrow just split in half or it, it'd be, it's complicated, right? You can just say, well, there's other leads, like the Dominican League and stuff like that. But this is within the United States, a professional sport, right? What if the NFL right. just said the NFL now has two NFLs? Well, they did, right? Like with the they AFL did, that American and the NFL. Fo- yeah. Happened in basketball too, ABA, NBA. Yep. But those were two American leagues. Correct. Like so it's 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 different, but it's I mean it's the same, but it's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first reaction when I saw this news was I wanted to like go vomit in my toilet. Yeah. Because it was like if this were to happen to baseball, if I woke up to that announcement in baseball, which will never happen because baseball is not a Middle Eastern sport, last I checked. Mm-hmm. I would just I wouldn't be able to watch it again. I would we'd be like goodbye Mets, I'm done. Well, I think that's the beauty of it, right? The PGA stood so strong and like I I could for one as a huge golf fan to say, "No, I agree. F you live. I don't want any of the players that join there. I'm mad at you. I'm not rooting for you anymore. I don't want like your merchandise. I'm a PGA guy. Like that's what I'm going to continue watching. That's what I'm going to continue rooting for and supporting." And now all of a sudden the PGA tour says, "Well, we're going to welcome them in." And like, what does that mean to me now? And what does that mean to people like Rory McIlroy, who's been backing up this and talking out loud and putting his reputation on the line for the last two years? And now all of a sudden, they just said, well, pretty much told Rory to go F yourself. Yeah. What are those contracts that Mickelson and all them signed? Rory McIlroy instantly became my favorite golfer the day yeah. after when they said how 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 pissed he was and whatever. But like, so wait, how would they? They're in the same league, but these they've got these huge contracts. Phil Mickelson. Mm. Um, I guess Tiger but, Woods didn't sign, right? So that's good. T- but. Supposedly, there's rumor Tiger Woods got offered one billion dollars. He said that no. seems like it could be possible, but it's also it some some be. random person made up. But like, good for him if he said no. I hope he did. Well, there like, was people that got like five hundred million. So like, if if Tiger's that, that makes good, no sense. Who got five hundred million? I think DJ, DJ got. Dustin Johnson? Like, he, have, like, he was 300. How, how are you going to get a return of investment on Dustin freaking Johnson? Like, yeah, he's a good golfer, but like, who the fuck cares about Dustin Johnson? 
I, I don't I don't disagree. Maybe the biggest golf nerds, but like he doesn't have if you go around to like the houses in my neighborhood and say, do you know who Dustin Johnson is? Like, okay, I'm sorry. Who? Dustin Johnson got one point two. Uh, I'm sorry. One hundred and twenty five million. Um, That's like crazy for like how many years? Four years. <laughs> so the, the, the funny part is, is that um, the contracts they wrote. Like four year contract, if you break that contract for one hundred and twenty five million. Not only do you not get it, you have to pay like <laughs> 500 million. They, they wrote a contract that you have to pay like five times what your signing bonus was. How do they break? How would you break it though? By if by... you don't play in their events and say, I'm going back to the PGA Tour. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then they use a bone saw on you. Phil Mickelson got $200 million to sign. That's such bullshit. He's like an over the, he's an over the hill golfer. Like he's, but I mean, like they, Obviously, they have all of this money to throw around. It's like blood and oil money. And they're yep. basically going to buy. And I, I, the way I saw it, too, was the PGA was like, we can't compete with this money. They're going to destroy us. So we just have nothing but to bend the knee. Um, so we'll see. We don't know what's going to happen. But they they knew they're going to piss off all their golfers. Yeah. And they still did it. You know, so I, I feel like there was like something forced there. Mm-hmm. And I don't luckily I'm not a golf fan, so I don't have to worry about it. But it did make me ill. And I'm like, man, if this happened to football. You know, oh God, it would just be uh, gruesome. What the else do they play? Thing, the, the last thing East? I'll mention is there's <laughs> a lead that's coming out called the TGL Golf Lead, and this is something everyone's going to look forward to. If you Google it, John, there's an there's there's a website TGLGolf.com. It's backed by Tiger Woods and Rory. It's an indoor live event. They're seeding. Like think about if you went to like an indoor sporting event. And it's going to be televised. And it's like, there's like this indoor putt and green. There's a huge screen you hit into it. And it's like teams. And it's like at night, like you could do like a nine o'clock event. Um, It's supposed to be really cool. I'm really into this. This is going to be awesome. Is that like the game where you, you hit the, you hit a ball into a screen and then it projects where it would go. Yeah. So, so think of like, think of like all you see like on TV, like the, the crazy, just, it's going to be awesome. It's, it's, you just go sit in the stadium and you can watch it. But it's all professional golfers. And and they partnered with the PGA Tour to like fit their schedules and stuff. Um I'll send you I'll send you a picture so you can see what it looks like. But okay. it looks this that's gonna be a two GL golf. Keep an eye out for that one because that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. Okay. Uh you wanna talk about this twisted metal show? Yeah, so there was coming? the twisted metal movie clip. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um it was, I don't know all their names. I used to play this game back in the day. It was the clown, scary looking clown guy, um, which <laughs> I thought was interesting because how do you feel, John, about when there's an actor with a mask, what's Mandalorian, right? But a different voice because Will Arnett voices the character. I oh, That's what I was going to say, because he introduced the clip, but I yeah. didn't really recognize him. In but it's that. not him. I mean, it's He's a not fat, acting. It's a fat actor with a mask on. And that's what Mandalorian became, right? Because correct, Pedro, Pedro was doesn't even it. go to the set anymore. I um, I can't say for a show that's like that from the beginning. I really care as long as it's up front. I felt yeah. a little cheated in Mandalorian season three when I found out that Pedro Pascal wasn't in the suit. Mm. I don't see him. He doesn't even like, show up on set. He just literally records from his house. Yeah, and. You know, I don't know. I just because he was in the suit the first season and I think the second season. Or? Yeah, I'm not sure. 
or Boba but like, Fett. I, don't know, I just like I thought that I thought I was watching Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I, I don't see his face, but I I'm, I'm, think I'm watching his acting. And I felt a little cheated by that. I do. Um, I but like if this is the gig, I mean, Will Arnett is not going to put on 150 pounds for a role. Mm-hmm. So fine. He just needs voicing it. OK, yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. This is this is not a movie. This is a TV show, I believe. I couldn't be less interested. Really? I'd rather play Starfield. So here's the thing. If <laughs> if this show um, was called something not Twisted Metal, would anybody care? Well, I don't care that it is Twisted Metal, but I'm sure... I never played the Twisted Metal games as far as I know. They're just car games. But this clown is tied into... I've, I've so seen... The, all the characters, if I remember correctly, did have some diverse story in the game. And I think each one you did play a story mode. Okay. And it gave a little bit of the history of each character. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this was... I forget all the details, but I think the clown character was a guy that drove like a beaten down ice cream truck. And I think he was like a murderer or something. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. You know, and, and then He's the, the other... He's the de facto character that I... People who yeah. don't play the game remember that because that yeah. was like the big truck was on the f- cover of the game, right? Yep, yep. Um, I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I find it always interesting when they release like a move or or a show clip rather than like a trailer. Yeah, as long as like, they show the right clip. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I've I never played the games. I've been on record as saying there are too many show and movie adaptations for video games. And this is one of them. Um, I don't think this one is being done by Sony. I'm not sure, but um, between this and Gran Turismo, I could give a rip about either of those. And I think they're both a stretch. So for... it's funny when um, we went and saw our, um, across the Spider-Verse yesterday, Gran Turismo was one of the trailers that came on. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, Amy goes, oh, that movie looked kind of good. And I was shocked. Really? Yeah, I was like, wow, really? But I um, think it's based on a story about someone who was really good at Gran Turismo. Yeah. And then became an F1 racer. That's what I gleaned from it. That's what the movie's about. Yeah, that's what I saw from the trailer. And that is an interesting story. But the fact that they're pitching it like almost like as it's a it's a game tie in. I don't don't think it is. I think I I know. But but it's called Gran Turismo. So they're trying to really tie it into, you know, PlayStation fans and racing fans. Well, of course. And I think it's a good story, but I think because they're pulling so like, like what if they made a game about someone who played a lot of Zelda and then became an adventurer and they called it tears of the kingdom. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Like, I feel well, like you're like, trying to really pull me in cause I enjoyed the game, but it's again, really just a movie about some guy. Sure. But I don't, I don't know the content of how true whatever story was, but in the trailer, it's just this kid who the dad says, stop playing video games. And he keeps playing and <laughs> keeps playing and right. he enters this tournament. And the tournament was, is the winner is going to enter a true like F1 yeah. race. Um, but like they have to train him. It's um, what's his name from um, Stranger Things, um, the cop. That's the main guy. And then Orlando oh, blooms Dave. in it. Yeah, yeah. And Orlando blooms the other guy. Like they're like they, you know, they're like well, they're not athletes. Like oh you know, wait, Orlando Bloom is in this movie? Yes. Well, I don't that's know what the hell why Amy doing. was interested in this. <laughs> he to tell you what, it didn't look <laughs> great. Figure that one out. <laughs> he did not look great, but um, yeah, I don't um, know. I, it could be a good movie. It I might just, be. You know, as, in terms of like video game tie-in, it's like, come on. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. All right. I got a question for you. Sure. There's a new show out called The Idol, and I'm interested in it for one reason, that Jenny from Blackpink is in it. But I have a question for you. Sure. 
Are you comfortable with shows that have a lot of gratuitous sex, nudity, dirty talk, or do you have a limit? So I'm I'm talking about shows like The Idol, but you might think Euphoria, Sex in the City, mm-hmm. shows like that that are very they're talking about all that all the time. Sure. Um, and do you watch? The, would you watch those shows with Amy? And then I ask, do you watch The Witcher uh, with Amy? The Witcher? Watch yes. the, yeah. Do you watch The Witcher with Amy? No, the, um, the Witcher is not that extreme, but there are some episodes. Sure. Yeah. No. No problem with any of this. All for it. Go for it. And yes, I'll watch it with Amy. No. Do but did you watch? Do you watch The Witcher with Amy or no? Um. Yeah. Amy watched Euphoria while I played Switch on the couch. Okay. Okay. So Michelle watches Euphoria. I don't watch it. I've never seen it. She watches it on her own. Um. I want to I want to see the idol just to see Jenny, but like watching the trailer was so uncomfortable. And this is. This, is this new show everyone's talking about. I yeah, it is. I like I I like a movie with nudity. I like a show with nudity, but I don't really watch it. I didn't watch um um why am I blanking on this? Oh. <laughs> why am I blanking? It's way too late in the day, and it's been a long day for me. It has been um, a long day. <laughs> Game of Thrones, my God. Um, I did not watch Game of Thrones with Michelle. She wasn't interested in it. Oh, I watched that with Amy. I second time through. But, like, yeah, watching, I mean, just there's, especially in the first couple seasons, just so much nudity and whatever. I was just curious, like, you know, is that your secret thing or whatever? But yeah, you could, you should watch The Idol. I don't know. Did you watch it yet? No. I'm watching the it, trailer right You know now. who's in it? It's The Weeknd. Correct. And um, what's her face's kid? <laughs> Forgot. Dude, you're a mess. Let's move on to the next I, question. I honestly, well, because I don't really, it's not somebody I, I care about, but it is, um, let me look it up real quick. It is, uh, it's someone's kid. It is, oh, it's Johnny Depp's kid, Lily Rose Depp. Oh, yeah. is in it. So and if you look at the credits, like Jenny is like in the fourth row down. She's probably not in it very much. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like there's like Hank Azaria's in it. There's some people. Daniel Levy's in it. So, you know, really get it. Yeah. What, what is it? A, what is it? A boot? It's it's just a boot. Someone wanting to be a big star and, you know, in the music industry. I mean, it looks terrible. I'm not going to lie. But if there's boobs I, in it, I'm all in. I know. Yeah, probably. All right. What's next? All right. What do you think we're going to see after Pikmin 4 in 2023? Nothing. Nothing? Well, no. We're going to get I, some I, shitty uh, shitty game from Camelot? We didn't even get our normal <laughs> sports game this year. Unless they're dropping a direct net suite with like a July Mario baseball, which would blow our minds. But like, we, you always, always get a summer sports game. And we didn't even get one. I think we're going to, I mean, I think we're going to get a direct in a week or two. You didn't just casually drop like a brand new first party game this summer that we don't know about. Oh, maybe not this summer, but I think we could still get a game. I don't think we're going to get baseball because I figure if they're going to release baseball, they're going to do it early in the baseball season. And we're just about to get halfway through this shitty Met season. Well, what else is there for Mario? Mario basketball. Basketball. Football. Football. September. Oh, Mario football would be fucking amazing with like a September release date. Yeah, because like I haven't played Madden, but they don't have a license. But with Mario, we don't need a license. You can just no. eat Goomba. 
How would Mutant be great. League Football. Yeah. I, I bought Mutant League Football. I, I still haven't even opened I'm gonna, it. I'm going to get it. I want to play. I'm going to play, I think, this year. I'm going to try to do like one or a couple of games during Football Sunday while I'm watching. Mutant League Football? Yeah. Okay. I want to play Mario. I want Mario Football. All right, I don't want. I, I want to make that a question for next next episode. Yeah, let's, I, I want agree. to do it now. We're, we're but what else do you think? You so say is there anything you think we're going to see? I I, I I honestly, unless there's some third party, I'm not third party like like a, like a grade C Nintendo game or like um, a remake from Wii U or something. That's it. They're not going to waste any new ideas on the Switch. I really don't think they will. Yeah, but I think I think the leading contender that's going to get a game is going to be Donkey Kong. I think there's going to be another Donkey Kong game. I can see us getting a sports game, like I said, if they do like a basketball, like a hoops one before the beginning of the next basketball season. Maybe I'm not going to I'm not going to bet on that. But I think we're going to get Donkey Country because that Donkey Kong because we haven't gotten one in a long time. There are great games, and I think it's one that needs you know put it on the Switch. It doesn't need to be well, the new system let, or anything let me like ask that. You this if the timeline is true of what we predicted earlier with hardware being re- announced this summer slash yep. September. Would it come out for Christmas or no chance in like no. March, April timeframe? Well, if that's uh, the case, they need, they do need a November game, which could be Metroid, but I don't think Metroid is a November big enough game for the holidays. They need a holiday game. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Pokemon, but Pokemon might put out something. But Nintendo needs one. They need their own. I know. What would it be? Uh, if they did a direct this week or next and they announced a Switch 2 and the Switch 2 was basically just a Switch, kind of like the OLED. It's just a Switch, a little bit more improved, which um, is fine. different interface or whatever. But basically, you can play all the Switch games on it. Nothing really changes. I think they can put that out for the holiday, like a Switch Pro. Y- you're right. If it's a new system that... You know, I still think would be backwards compatible, but has new things on it, whatever. I just don't see that as being announced in June and coming no, I out. I think that's by the announced holiday. in August, shown in September, comes out in March, April. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, but then I think we would we would get a Mario announcement this no year. No way there's another Mario game unless it's a remake. Well, I think um, the next Mario game will will launch on Switch and Switch 2 at Correct, the same time. But that's not until yeah. spring. Unless, like you said, it's just a yeah. pro. And it's Unless out it's a time. Switch Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think see we're seeing happening. much. Give me give me Punch-Out. But we, we got it. Yeah, like a Punch-Out. I think you'll get some other series. A Punch-Out, a Star Fox, a Donkey Kong or something like that. You're Mario not Sports. Get, I agree. Obviously like, that's not getting a Zelda. I wouldn't you even could, be you so, could yeah. get a Holiday Wind Waker or something with like new stuff in it or whatever. But mm-hmm. Or 2D Zelda. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. They got to give it some distance from Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, I'd love like a a remake or something like that of the original Zelda. I agree. There's got to be something in that tier of games. It's not like they're big games, but there's got to be a tier. There's got to be something that comes out between now and November. It's going to be something. It's going to be something. And and I think it's more exciting that we don't know. Agreed. Really is. All All right. right. Drew. Yes. Gollum, Return to Moria, oh. Avatar. Oh, 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 oh. When the fuck are you going to get a Luna or some other console to play this backlog of mm. amazing Game of the Year contenders? All Game of the Year. Well, first of all, Gollum, not on the Luna. Return of the Moria, not on the Luna. Is Avatar, that really not? 
Return uh, of Moria is not going to be on Luna? It might be. It's not yet. I don't know. Oh, no, it's not. The game isn't out yet, but I'll, I'm, I'll look at it. Return to Moria was maybe going to come to the Switch originally. So, I mean, Gollum definitely was going to come to the Switch. I'm going to tell you right the... now, that game looks like shit, Return to Moria. I don't know why some people were excited by it. I mean, that you looks... You just don't understand, John. It's I mean, I don't care. This I is, don't care about Lord the, of the Rings, but... This is oof. the age of... of middle earth where after the lord of the rings movies take place that you know right Listen, listen to this you watch did you watch rings of power no okay well let me i'm gonna summarize all this you asked no i have to tell you if you watch rings of the power think of those as the prequels right mm-hmm. that's before all the movies happened right that's when they go to moria it's thriving they're discovering all the ore and the mithril it's awesome time lord of the rings it all kind of went to shit, right? And that's where the Balrogs live in there. It's taken over by orcs and goblins, and it's a, it's a shit show. Nobody goes in. You know when you die. Now, after the ring happened, the land is peaceful. This is where this game takes place. Return to Moria. The dwarfs are going back to Moria to return it to its original glory. It's, it makes perfect sense. This sounds like a great, fantastic game. Nah, but I'm talking about the game. Okay, so, I, mean, I understand the you story think this, line. this okay. sets up a, an interesting storyline you want to see, but yes. you're not talking about the storyline or the game itself. I'm talking about the game looks like something from 2003. That's what I'm saying. Well, you get too stuck in your ways with <laughs> graphics and whatnot. I'm just here for the fun. When that game popped up um, during the keynote, I was like, oh, this looks like some mobile game or this looks like some remaster of some old game. And then it was like Return to Moria. I was like, what the hell? Not impressed. I I mean, are you going to get? Are you, so the question really is, I don't want to dump yeah. on Lord of the Rings. Um, Are you are you, Luna? You getting there to another console or so you know? Avatar, I think, comes out like what? December ish time frame. The game. I yeah, I think it's December. So I'll be blunt. If there's no switch, what we just talked about. December comes, I will 100% buy a Luna and play Avatar. Now, if Return to Moria, a, yeah, 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 subscribe, buy the, you subscribe to Luna. you subscribe. Well, or you, I'd buy the controller because I want to use their. I'll probably wait for Prime Day or Black Friday, and if they have a great deal, I'll just pick up the controller for, for whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I will, I will buy this. I mean, you can play on the iPad. I can play on anything. So that was always my thing, right, is I need a handheld device, but I could sit in my recliner with the iPad on the arm of my chair and my controller and, and play. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can get one of those, like, breakfast in bed trays. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You still got to play Hogwarts Legacy, too. So if you're going to get a Luna or whatever, you might well, as well get Hogwarts. I don't Hogwarts know if I'm going to play Hogwarts. Oh, okay. All right. Hmm. I'm going to lose. It was a good game. It's forgettable. Yeah. Good. Did you play? You played Phoenix Rising, right? Because. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Immortals. Because, yeah, like, it was a good game. It was like, wow. At the time, I remember thinking, like, this really improves on Breath of the Wild in every way. And yeah, it was, that was like, a fun looked game. really good. And then I finished playing it, and I just, I don't even think about it. I couldn't tell you the name of my character. I couldn't I for- tell you any I of the story. the point yeah. of the... I agree. But it was right. fun while I played it. That's what Hogwarts Legacy is. It's like, it's it's good and whatever. And then you're done. You're like, okay, I totally forgot that it existed. Okay, we got some questions from the audience. Skinny Matt confirmed he is skinny. Please 
talk me out of buying Diablo 4 due to FOMO. I own Diablo 3, but never really played it much. Well, I'm not going to talk to you about it, Skinny Matt. I'm going to say go buy Diablo 4 and then tell me how it is because I love Diablo. I'll tell you what, if Diablo was on Luna, I probably would have bought it by now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. I did resist the FOMO. I never did buy this game. But it is on my PlayStation wish list. I think eventually someday I will have nothing else to do and I'm going to play Diablo 4. I'm not really I just don't want to get into one of these big games. And as much as you and I enjoyed Diablo 3, I enjoyed more playing with you Mm. than really the game. The game is if you really think of Diablo, it is just a a a a a a It's literally like you're a zombie mode just playing a video game. It's not the best video game, but you just grind and you get levels and you get new armor and then you play again. You do the same things over a million times, mm. whatever. So if you didn't play Diablo three, just play Diablo three, skinny Matt, give it a couple hours, play through it. And then see if you don't like Diablo three, you're not going to like Diablo four. All right, Tim, Tim has an interesting quandary. <laughs> Probably hasn't happened yet for you, but if hentai girls comes across your email from Nintendo saying one of your kids bought this game on their account. What would you do? Uh, this is so this actually happened. Tim's son, Sammy, bought Hentai Girls, which was a game that had been featured or, you know, newly released on the eShop. Uh, here's a description of it. Hand drawn hentai art. Relaxing music track. I love how that's a feature. Simple gameplay mechanics. Again, love that that's a feature. Unique premise. Do you know what this is, Drew? I know you're looking at it right now because I can see the colors on your face change. Looking it this up. is a sliding puzzle game. Oh, is it? And you just rearrange tiles to put the girl into the scene. In the beginning of the game, they're wearing bathing suits and it's they're it's a little it's a little flirty, but it's you know, it's still pretty I'd tame. Say it's more than a little. Well, yeah, but over time, the girls get more and more naked. Hey, it's on sale for two dollars. Hope we. Paid that and not $20 regular price. You're looking for a game, man. I told you. What would you do if Evan bought this on his account? It is a category on Pornhub.com. So it is probably on Twitch soon. No, but really, if you found out uh, Evan bought this, what would be your fatherly um, actions? I mean, maybe like puzzle games. <laughs> I'm too. I mean, I'm I'm not there yet. It's it, hard for me to say. Nowhere in the description does it actually say it's a sliding puzzle game. I maybe the pictures do. I guess. Don't doodle that, by the way. Or Google it if you really if you want to. I'm not telling anybody not to Google hentai. I'm. I did. No regrets. I'm sure but. Jesse and Mecca have Googled that a few times. Yeah, um, this is a really <laughs> tough but great question, Tim. The, the, we're not the Nintendo dads. We're dads after Dart, which is a combo. But I'm not here to give you advice about this. Just good for Sammy. I mean, he's getting older. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is the step to to manhood. And I'd say, ask him if he needs anything. Ninety percent off. You gotta. Get, I hope he paid two dollars, which is the price and the concept of the game. <laughs> <laughs> wow does it show slight 
it does not show that it's a sliding puzzle game. All of the screenshots for the game are just girls. pictures of the girls. And it doesn't say, and it actually in the description says the most tempting puzzle game experience Nintendo Switch has to offer. So how did you know it's a sliding puzzle game? Because I went to a Let's Play of it on YouTube before the show, and it's really going to show up in my recommended stuff later when I'm watching YouTube with Michelle. But I'll have to explain to her this was show research. Show research. You can blame, you can blame me. I do have that other game that was like a shooter where you shoot like enemies until the girl's clothes come off. that. And my brother-in-law found it while he was scrolling through my game list. <laughs> Did he play it? Like, uh, no, thank God. Um, but um, Did yeah, he take saw your it. clothes off when you solve the puzzle? Well, when you shoot, no, you shoot I mean, the in this one. Oh, in this one. No, I think when you do the puzzle, you do the puzzle. I think the puzzles progressively have more nudity. I got to be honest. I'm very disappointed in this game. Because it's a sliding puzzle or watching because... the let's play. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, this person's good. All right, Tim. Well, I mean, he's not the father of the year here, Drew, but I would talk to my son, maybe like say, hey, how's hentai girls doing? Just so he knows. (laughs) How's it going? Just so he knows that I know he bought that. Maybe I wouldn't talk about it. It's just a it's just a video game. I mean, it's not like, you know, there's, you know, he's not taking like upskirt pictures in school or something like that. So it's a video game, but I would let my son know that, that you I know. know he bought that. That should be a good enough detriment for him not to buy <sighs> anything else. So if you want to be hands off, but still have a firm hand, <laughs> I would say let him know offhand that, you know, you know, he bought that a lot of hands on. And if he is playing that in his room, knock on the door. <laughs> Fair enough. That's advice I give my wife all the time. Don't walk into Cedric's room. Knock. Let him answer it. <laughs> yeah. Teenage boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danger. Drew, we have a contest to run. We do. It's long. It's it's late. It's really late. It's 1030. You don't wake up at four. Let's get let's get this done. I'm feeling the excitement that I mean, this is energy like you have never seen before. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is what you are here for. Let's the do it. Judging. Let's mm. get into it. We are going to judge three. Okay. We're going to judge three categories. Uh, we're going to start off with our video category, <laughs> dumb ways to die. Uh, and then our two photo categories, uh, dads after dark and life is good. Drew, mm. we um, went through the videos before the show because it would take too long to go through videos on the show. Sure. And we ended up with a top three. We did. Um, do we want to announce what those top three are right now? Yeah, let's do it. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is Coos falls in the mud. Looks like shit. He's running away from some bad guys and just <laughs> falls in a pile of shit and dies. Good. I like that. I'll title it. You describe it. Okay. Uh, Sean's burning Bigfoot. Uh, he's on this four wheel car thing. It catches on fire. <laughs> it decinerates right in front of him. What does it do? <laughs> it incinerates. It kind of is like a combination. It kind of like de-assembles <laughs> and then incinerates. It assembles. De-assembles. <laughs> you keep trying to correct it, and you keep getting worse. Um, 
And then he's just standing on what do you call like the little controllers? I think they just I think it's controls. the control stick or he's something. He's literally yeah. his entire car just <laughs> poofs and he's just standing there left on the controller and he turns the camera and then there's a goblin that just one hits him dead. <laughs> um yeah, that's that one. That's and the last one is the strategeries failed swan dive. I love this one. So he's fallen from jumps off like a mountain cliff. He's fallen down. He sees a big puddle of water. So he hold R to accelerate into the water. And then when he lands in the water, it was one of those that you can actually like walk in the water. It's not swimmable. <laughs> so it's like, you know, like one foot deep and it just bam, instant death. Pancakes um, right in. Pancakes. Yeah. All three of these videos are great. I don't know how we're going to pick a winner. I don't know if we'll agree on a winner. We'll, mm. we can just, we'll just argue it. But those are the three. Um, before we announce a winner there, because we don't know, um, we're going to go through. Uh, let's go through the Dads After Dark category. Sure. We are looking through a PDF file that Drew has put together for us. Ugh, and I missed you. Fairly quickly. It doesn't make for great audio, but um, let's look at the Ninformant. We got three pictures from the Ninformant. I see boobs. He uh, he made a a a a female character with with boobs, um, which are the the hot air balloons. I I do love. Well, he put the little. What do you call the little lights? The little <laughs> yes, as nipples. The 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 the, the 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 gloom. Those the gloom flowers. He put them as little nipples popping up. <laughs> but he also he also gave the badge a little like happy trail of hair. It's a runway. Yes. <laughs> it's an airstrip. Um, well done there. Very like creative. One. Very creative. Well, done. there was a, there were some videos and stuff in here that we couldn't count of him blowing his load on, on this, but it was pictures only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Darth platypus who has a, a section of pictures. There's, there's a Goron who's saying he says face smashing is Goron tradition, <laughs> which is pretty good. And then we got Pura who is. If we, we got to do like hotties of the year, Pura is not my number one. I'll give that spoiler. Mm, right I need now. more cleavage. Uh, by the way, wear your clothes because he's naked. Um, uh, we also have a, uh, uh, he has created a dong. Uh, I'm sure he's not the first. I'm sure he's not the last. Nice looking penis there. What is that? Is that like, it's a log. I don't know what's on top of the log. Another log? I th- see how the, it looks like a smaller log or a rock. It's hard to tell. And then uh, the fans are balls. Hmm. So, uh, very good. Nice. I like it. I like it. Uh, Zablanc, um, I'm not eligible, but I, I came up through the floor in Goron City and I was literally, uh, it looked like I'm, I'm going down on one of the Gorons who's <laughs> sitting cross legged. What's wrong with that? Fantastic. And Proving Grounds Smash is the name of a shrine. That'd be great. You can't make this stuff up, folks. You can't. Okay. Hoots. What does Hoots have? He's um, eating some mushrooms. <laughs> it looks yep. like a dick, though. I, I, it could be a, he's eating <laughs> dick or he's getting high on, on mushrooms. I'm not he's, he's sure which, which way he's going with it, but maybe it's both. <laughs> um, and then the second one, that was, he built a bridge. Is something about my bridge is bigger than yours. I forget. I didn't include all the the the, the verbiage with every one of them because it would have took too much effort. You know what? The picture has to stand on its own. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Hambone, friend of the show. He's got a uh, pen. The uh, I mean, he was like a journalist, would you say, a reporter, and uh, the the big the big duck goose pelican guy. Mm-hmm. There you are, partner. Have you seen all the men in underpants at the stable? 
And then he's, that got, quest. he's got the man in underpants. Just, I had a picture for that one. I don't know where it went. I thought I posted yeah, the, it. Well, the man's sitting there in underpants and he goes, I'm beat. <laughs> yeah. And I had, and I was, I was, I had another one there. I was standing there naked next to him. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Bob Cousy, he is uh, on top of a, a pine tree. But, but it's more than that. <laughs> he's got the, the, the top of the pine tree and, and Link is like, how do you he's, like, he's positioned in a way? I feel like the developers knew what they were doing. I, I agree with that. It's like he's on, he's on a pole, pole dancing. <laughs> uh, one of our great friends of the show drew mm. our survey work has never felt more adventurous than in our underpants. Isn't that the truth? I, I love that in tears of the kingdom. Just the whole underpants story. I know that was great. Pretty damn funny. Uh, Max Power has a selfie of himself. Touch it looks like he's touching a dong. It does look like that. Yeah. Well placed. Uh no shirt. Link is shirtless. Well done. Like well, well situated too. Mm. All right. We gotta pick three favorites here. Mm. Um, uh, I gotta I say, mean, we I don't mean informant. To three. Well, let's start with three. It just makes it easier to haggle. Um, if we, if we can't find three, then we can't find three, but an informant's got to be on the list, right? Got to be on the list. I mean, he went out of his way and made a, a, a female person. Yeah. Great effort. Funny. I love the, the, the nipples. What's the mouth? Um, it looks just like, it looks like the goop. I'm not sure how it gets there. It's just the goop. What is so it? Something is come from, I don't know. Ugh. That's a good question. Hmm. Okay. Uh, take a look around. Obviously, I'm not eligible. You're not eligible. But um, what else would you throw on the list? Who's who's a contender? It's it's tough competition. Uh, I think I don't. I gotta be honest. I'm just. I think an informant won this one. I am prepared to give an informant the win on this one as well. I think that's the winner. All right. Okay. You've, you've already got it. You've got informant, it, informant. The chain of dirtiness. It's just so good. It's hard to top. I mean, the nipples and and the little the little patch down there is what did it over for me. <laughs> All right. Let's look at the life is good category. Oh, and there's quite a few. And this one was the most open, I think, of all the mm. the, the categories, too. It really could be anything. Yes. Um, Bob Cousy. Oh, you put uh, description on this one. I love this one. I tried to for some of them. What do we got here? So Trucy has a uh, 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 two two pictures here, and he wrote the uh, the top photo is from There's Breath three. of the Wild. Yeah, well, yes, um, the top photo is from Breath <laughs> of the Wild. The first picture I ever took on my Switch. I love that March third, two thousand seventeen. The bottom photo is from Tears of the Kingdom. He has them both. Oh wow! It's both from the Great Plateau overlooking Hyrule, and it's the same exact. I don't know how he did this. It's in the same exact spot of. And it's just, it's cool. It's in the two different games. One is the Breath of the Wild, one is Tears of the Kingdom, but it's the same spot over in Hyrule. And it looks I mean, identical. That uh, you rock think... is moved over a little bit, and I don't know why. Somebody moved the rock. Do you think yeah. there's more detail? Uh, yeah, honestly, the first photo looks, but it's it's just, it's hard to tell. We know Tears of the Kingdom is a better looking game. Maybe this yeah. screenshot, you know. Well, if you look at the ground... That he's standing on tears the kingdom looks more detailed. Yes, exactly. But yeah. but we know that 
Oh wait, which one? The, the no, bottom the top, is the tears. top one is tears is breath of the yeah, wild. The bottom okay. one's tears. I think the bottom one, the ground looks a little bit more detailed with the grass and the rock. Yeah, but the, the yeah, I mean, I uh, yeah, it, it just depends on. I don't know. I love this picture. I think this is super cool, super clever. Um, you know, life is good. It came back to the original spot. It all started. Okay. Yeah. No, I do. I do like it. Like and he's got the picture with the uh, Link's Awakening head, which yes, is pretty we, hilarious. We did not know it was real at the time. Yeah. I there's a way to get it in the game. I haven't looked it up, but I I, do I have it. it. I think I, I got it from an amiibo. Yeah, you can get it from an amiibo, and you can get it in the game. All right, we got Drew here. Mm. I found the trolls from Frozen, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like whatever those trolls are named in all Frozen. All the little too. rots. Yeah, you know when they all the rots are just sitting there in a big pile. Yeah. Did you yeah. find that? Where I don't. That's... I was just walking across somewhere, and I found this. I said, "It looks like the trolls." It seems I... familiar, but I can't tell you. I forget where, I where saw it that. was. Yeah. And then what's the second picture? Wait, I can't read it. Wait, um, this isn't this is all of the plushes plushies. Yeah, it's like the, the, oh. the plushie twist. So you have to put all the plushies back in the tart. There's a twist. I think I remember that one. Yeah, I think I remember that one. Hmm. I think sweet. Life is good when you're messing with plushies. That's it. Darth Platypus has six pictures. Um, we've got the, uh, he made the uh, tomato pizza, which I haven't made yet, but you can make a pizza in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sweet. He's got some scenic shots near, I think that's the Rito, uh, the Rito, uh, dungeon. yeah. Um, he's got a two swords connected to one another. Life is indeed good. He's got one riding a elk. He's got one riding a bear. And then he's got a ship with a big hook on it and two sails. Which I don't have the context for, but um, pretty cool. What would you say your your favorite of picture that one? Here is? I like I like the riding of the bear, and I think they tried to. Um, I think he tried to check it into the stable. And obviously, they say no. I well, I think that's the quest where the guy says, "I want you to ride something other than a horse, right?" And then you come yeah. back in, and he's like, "Holy shit!" Yep, <laughs> I like that. That one's a cool okay. photo. Cool. Very good, Darth. Max Power. I hadn't seen this picture. This one I, I hadn't seen. Mm. Standing in front of a pyramid of treasure chests that he glued together with <laughs> some other gems. Tons of rupees and sapphires and ambers yeah. all surrounded around it. Yeah, like very much, um, you know, the, like the end of Pirates of the Caribbean when you see Captain Jack, you know, like mm. the ride and he's on top of like the pile of gold and all that. Yeah, I was thinking more of. like 1990 MTV music video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love Good it. One. Yep. Hoots. Hoots. Hoots is that's a little spoilery. Not, I don't think it really is a spoiler. He's got a fight going on with Phantom Ganon. Uh, off we go, Link to the Pillar of Light. Which, I when I think back to memories of Tears of the Kingdom, right? It's these little moments of we're going to go on an adventure, and in this game, there's a lot of adventuring with the people. So. You know, in Breath of the Wild, you would get to the Divine Beast and then the guy would show up there and he'd be like, oh, let me help you get on the Divine Beast. And then that was mm. it. In this game, you kind of adventure with that person for quite a bit. And then you go to um, and then you go to the labyrinth and then yeah. you do it or whatever. So it's just cool that like, you know, me and Prince Sidon are going to go adventure together. We got a picture of Link wearing the what mask is that? I forget like a, which one that is. It's like a like bird mask. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, flying over the skies. He's got a really cool picture of a battle. Where is that? Uh, it looks like one of the boss battles. I think the, is that the water boss battle with that big beast? Oh, that you have yeah, to hit yeah, it is. Water? You didn't see you didn't see the little guy up top jumping into it. Yeah, yep. that's a really cool picture. I like that picture. Me too. Good. Well timed. All right. Ibisel. This. Drew, I'll never forget that in the first days of Tears of the Kingdom, you mentioned like this, maybe not this specific one. Yep. But we had to go through the hoops like uh, Superman 64. Yep. And I didn't find that until I was like 90 hours into the game. <laughs> and uh, then I didn't find the other few until I was trying to finish up all the shrines. Yep. But, yeah, the first yeah, one was the hardest. Yep. This captures the fun of Tears of the Kingdom right here. It does. Where... It really does. He's at the starting ring of one of these contests, ready to jump down. Um, so much fun flying through the sky. I like Very it. cool. I think Ibisel got a later start into the game, too. So I'm excited yep. for it. Sean Abbott has uh, him in front of his house that we all learned. We can build these very elaborate houses. Mm-hmm. He says Animal Crossing TOTK style. And then one of the I think one of the more memorable, iconic cutscenes in Nintendo history um, getting the master sword and tears of the kingdom is very cool. Mm, very. The strategery has a similar shot to koozie, but like his own, just a scenic shot of the mountains. Very pretty. Okay. Solo something has 13 pictures and we can't go through them all. So which ones pop out at you? Um, I liked them. The one in the, 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 the second row in the middle. What's that? The armor called the D tree or the what's it? Something the, is that the fierce uh, deity? Oh, the, fe- the fierce one. Yeah, I like that picture. Cool. I need to get that. Yeah, it's a cool picture. Um, I like the one with the dragons. I love the dragons in this game. Here's a couple with the dragons. Oh and yeah. Also cool the one at the very top with the uh, guardian. Yeah, I didn't. I never saw the guardian in this game. There's one or two guardians in the game. Yeah, that I found. That's totally cool. Well, I yeah. like the picture in the bottom, really the bottom and the three on the left. They're all they're all scenic shots. One's on that island town, I presume. Yep. Um, but they all have like kind of sunrises. You can tell solos into the sunrise. Mm. Um, very cool. Very good shots. I think that yeah. the fierce deity is the is the cool shot here. I think so, too. Wish I had it. <laughs> hmm. Hambone just got blown. Life is good. This is. This is the fairy. One of the animations that the fairy upgrades your armor is she blows on you. Yes. This is fantastic. Life is indeed good. Love it. Um, the fairy's bra size is like 10 X Z. Oh, I would just, I would literally just like titty fucked with my whole body. Like just my whole body would just weasel in there and just <laughs> with a little worm. And the fairy like seems like she would really enjoy it too. I know. I think she's she dying would. for it. Agreed. All right, Jesse. Jesse's got um the first one he was commenting on the shadows in this game and how well like the, the lighting of the moons were and which is true. I thought that was very mm-hmm. cool. Um the yeah, like when for- you just stand there and the like a shadow goes across the sun, it's kind of wild. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I agree. And then that so- is a fight with one of the uh what are those guys called? They're pretty They're big called- dudes. I forget their names too. They're like gigantic bokoblins. Yes, the fat ones. Giga Coblin. I don't know if life is good right there. I agree. Seems miserable, actually. Yeah, yeah, life is bad. 
He's got a lot of uh, like uh, lights on his map, too. He's he's loaded for places to go. Oh, yeah. Must have been early on. <laughs> um, Zablanc is here. Hmm. Uh, I took a screenshot of Sticky Frog. Yes. Which at the time I was thinking, oh, my God, it's going to help me climb wet walls. But I never really made a uh, a recipe with the Sticky Frog. I think there's a quest where you need one. But then they did have the armor with the sticky stuff. So, oh, uh, did you have the armor, John? Because I did. I have the armor, the full armor for the sticky wall climb. Ooh, that is a good armor to have. Yeah, I can't oh. even make out what my other picture is. You have that was when you experimented with the minecart sword. Oh, my minecart sword! That's right. That was the first thing you fused. Yeah, you can Three make a freaking hearts. sword with a minecart on it. That's right. I mean, best game of all time. All right. Who do we got? Who are winners? I mean, who who is our contenders? Um, For I, this one? I got to put Hambone on the list. I love Hambone. It's a little bit after dark, and I don't know if that'll hold it against it. I don't know either, because life I, is good. Yeah, I don't. I wanted to blend, but it is. it does fit life is good. I kind of like Matt's powers, because it's like I'm a gangster with all those chests and, and gems. I do like that one. That is creative. I do like that and one. And then I really like Koozies. I really like that he kind of went back to that original spot and recaptured that picture, which was everything. I do. I Breath really of the do. Wild. I I agree with you. I like, like it, that picture on its own. Is like okay, that's a cool majestic shot. But he legit, but attached them together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I do like it. Um. What else? Any other contenders? Um. Those are my three favorite if I had to pick three. I'm just looking through real quick. Uh, is a pretty cool shot too with the start because it kind of introduces like the Sky Island concept, but yeah, I think there's a lot of good ones here. I like Hoots' shot with the boss, but I don't know. I don't know if it matches the category. I think it's just a really cool shot though. Which one? The the one with the boss kind of coming out of the ground. Oh. But yeah, like I, I really like that that shot. Um, and Sean Abbott with the sword as well. Um, but is it I, life is good? I mean, I mean, yeah. it is. It does fit the category. But yeah, I wish it was if it was a video category, it'd be even better. But um, yeah, no, I know hmm. it's it's also part of a cutscene. True. So, so you, did, you not, really create it. Right. Exactly. So. Um. Right, I those... kind of like Solo's guardian picture as well. And I think I'm kind of jealous that he found the guardian. That's the one I would pick there. But we got to pick a winner. It's going to go to John. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Hambone. <laughs> Hambones is still. That's a tough pick. Max power. I, and I have my winner of the three. If I had to choose. Yes. I would pick Max Power. What are you what is your pick? Yeah, I mean I'm I'm between Matt's power and Koozie just because I think that it's a cool thing what Koozie did, but I gotta look back at the category. The category was life is good. Yeah. And I think what better describes life is good as literally a pyramid of treasure chests. <laughs> okay. 
with I thought you were gonna say then a blowjob <laughs> with with just gems scattered around. I did it. I think I'm voting Matt's power. Yeah, and it's so hard because I love Bob Cousy's picture sequence. Me too. Me too. But I just love I love that Mac. I I didn't I haven't seen anybody else put a picture of mounds of chess next to each other. I love it. All right, Max Power is a winner. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to video. Video. We've got Coos falling in the mud. Sean's burning Bigfoot. The strategies failed swan dive. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead, Drew, and say I have a clear winner. Okay. In my I, head. I have one as well, but I think we might be on different playing fields. Okay, so let's count to three and say it on three. When I'm gonna go one, two, and then say it. Okay. Okay, ready? Just say the name of the person who wins. Okay. One, two, Sean. Just procedure. <laughs> What did you say? I the strategies swan dive. I mean, they're first of all, they're all amazing. I I choose Sean because there's so many elements to the comedy, and the Brits do comedy right. The fact that his vehicle gets set on fire, which wasn't intentional, and he's still driving it, and then it completely dissolves, and all is left is with the tires, and he's still on the stick. <laughs> like it's not like he <laughs> fell off. That part I liked. Yeah, and he's kind of sitting there for a few seconds. And then he, I think he gets off and he turns around and there's just some guy there and he's just like, thunk, and he dies. The comedy timing is gold on it. And you can't even, that is not fake. That is real. Yeah. No, and spectacular. Right. All right. Um, I'll give it to Sean. You've convinced me. But I love all me. three. You convinced do you want, me. Do you want to fight for the strategery? Or? I mean, I, no, it, it, it was, the, the thing was, is like the first time I watched it, I'm like, what's going to happen here? He's going to fall to his death. Okay, whatever. But then as I watched it, I was like, oh, he's just going to dive into the water. Like, that's fine. And then it was like, it made you like, why did he die? Oh, that wasn't water. But <laughs> it is, I, it's great. It, it, it sucks, but it's great. Um, <laughs> but I think I think you're right. Sean has a little bit more going on in the thing that added to the comedy of it and made it. Right. Like almost, I think with the, the, the swan dive one, it was you kind of should see something coming with a fall. Sean's I had no idea what was going to happen until the end of the video <laughs> it was like kept you on the edge of the seat type thing. what's going to happen what's going to happen right you're almost laughing about it and then yeah. it's like bonk yeah yeah all right okay all right let me uh let me get all of the all of the those who didn't win together and um why don't you just talk to the audience for a little bit about whatever the heck you want while I do this whatever I want um I already talked about my new plushies I got um, if you didn't see for Father's Day, my son Evan, six years old, God bless him, thinks I'm a 56-year-old professional golfer drunk. you got to go into our Dads of the Dark Discord and read the little the little pamphlet thing that he filled out about me on Father's Day. Um, <laughs> it's just you got to read it. Um, that's about it for that. Um, so I'm going to recap the three winners as John does the lottery, right? So Dumb Ways to Die. The winner of $10 eShop credit. Are we still giving them the option, John? Are we going with eShop? Are we going to let Sean cheat his way into like an Xbox pass $10 credit here? I, for the most part, I'm just giving Switch credit. It's just, it takes too long to like write everybody. Right. So Sean, $10 eShop. Yeah. The dead death of dark category for the, 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 the female 
big boob, whatever that she he made the informant or the winner. And the last category, life is good. The winner is Matt's power for his pyramid of treasure chests and gems. Sounds good to me. Are you ready for the lottery for the last $10 winner? Yep. Uh, Let me bring up my number generator. So there are seven eligible people um, in the lotto. Um, Because those three we had to remove. So you guys are not eligible to win again. Yep. And uh, Jesse, you and I are not eligible as well. And so there are seven people. And we got um, Darth Platypus, Hoots, Hambone, Coos, Ibisel, The Strategery, and Solo. I'm sorry. Did we do the video? Let me just, I'm sorry. Let me just check the quick and make, oh, sure. make sure there was nobody else on the videos. Uh, yeah. Because we weren't reviewing that here. I don't remember anybody else entering in anything. I think it's all the same names. It looks like. Hoops, uh, coos. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody else. So I think we still have everybody captured. There's most okay. of the same people. Um, we did get one entry, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't somebody's personal video. So I, that I'm not going to count that as an entry. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I think we're still good. All right. Um, actually, no, no, no. We don't oh, hold on a second. Matt. Skinny Matt, you got to include Skinny Matt for wow. a video. What if Skinny Matt wins? That would be amazing. That would be last minute. We double thin, two thin, double checked. All right. Okay, I'm entering in a number generator, one through eight. I'm going to hit the button ten times. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And so, the order that we said your names is your number. And the winning number is four. Coos. Coos man himself. You are the winner. I almost feel good about that because Coos did really good in two different categories. That's true. Uh, he was top three in Life is Good and Dumb Ways to Die. So, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, that's a good a good random winner. Coos wins again. He doesn't usually win that much, actually. He hasn't. He won actually that much. doesn't win that much. He He's feels actually like complained he does. to us for, for not giving him victories. Well, he comes on a lot. It feels like we talked about Coos a lot, but he actually doesn't win a lot. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for playing this mayhem. Um, like John said, we already have our next one picked out, and we'll announce it in roughly either two weeks or one week, depending on how I feel about next week and if we want to record or not, John. We'll do um, two weeks. I don't want to rush these things. Yeah, they take I a agree. lot of mental energy. They do. We'll <laughs> announce it in two weeks. Hopefully, we plan when it's not as complicated as this one. Yeah. Um, but, All John, right. what do we have coming up in this couple of weeks? We got a whole lot coming up. June 22nd, we have Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. That is a puzzle version of Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. Is that the Final same f- people? Sorry to uh, interrupt. Yeah, same people. Okay. So, yeah. Final Fantasy 16 comes out for PlayStation and PC on June 22nd as well. It's a big one. I might I might play that one day one. I haven't figured mm, it out yet. No, you won't. June 23rd, Sonic Origins Plus. That is not the new game they just announced, but it is an expanded version of Sonic Origins. On June 27th, we get Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, and we get the Little to the Left Cupboards and Drawers DLC. On June 30th, we get Crime O'Clock, which was a game that was featured in, uh, I think, the Indie World. It was in, it was featured in Indie World. Yeah, the last Indie World, mm. Crime O'Clock. It looked interesting. We also get Ghost Trick Phantom Detective HD Remaster. Um, this has a demo, too. 
it is a square game. It is a remaster of an old game and it is square on your screen. It looks like you're playing on a, an emulator. And then Master Detective Archives Rain Code. I know a lot of people are excited about that one. That's all June 30th. And the eventual 2023 game of the year, Everybody One to Switch. This is going to be the sensation that sells switches. Yes. It is the Starfield of party games. It's going to be huge, Drew. This is why we need to figure out there's going to be a Durette before then. <laughs> we don't even know what this game is. We know nothing about it. I have a suspicion that Nintendo doesn't think it's going to be very good. They might just drop a trailer like next week. Yeah, we'll we'll get something. What did at least a trailer next week or this week? If they thought this was the worst game imaginable, they would just kill it. All right, they they wouldn't put it out there and let people buy it and hate it, right? You don't want you don't want to piss off your audience. It's thirty dollars, but they'll still, sell a, yeah, but they'll sell a million copies if they put it out. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. Me too. But I might play it for a day. Why not? Know. Why not make thirty mil? It, and it's physical too, right? Isn't it, is it physical or just digital? Oh, it might be digital only. This sounds like a digital purchase. Oh, you're right. It's probably digital only. Who knows? All right, that's it. There's a lot of games coming out. It's way past my bedtime, John. You look, you look done. Are you working tomorrow? 4 a.m. Five right. hours from now. I can almost see your nipples. You're stretching your shirt out too much, and I really don't want to, <laughs> don't want to see. <laughs> I actually have a golf tournament at 9.30 tomorrow. You have a, a golf tournament at what, 9.30? At work? No, it's not work. I'm going to work from 5 a.m. to like 8.30. That's so bizarre. Golf. So bizarre. Hmm. All right, Drew. Say goodnight to the dads. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Good night. Night. The Dads After Dark Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including Google, Overcast, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Pretty please? Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in our Dads After Dark channels for some naughty After Dark talk. Leave us a voicemail with Anchor and we'll play it on our next show. Check our podcast description for the link. Follow us on Twitter and now TikTok at NDadsAfterDark or email us at dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com. And a big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dad. Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs>